listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. For the heroics, capes on the notice. Waited for them to show it and traced all the motives. The motive beyond reason to pay us all in the open. Like maybe all of them below us is waiting for, for us to throw us. If money talks in another kind of slang, they hover by it again till you chain in all that you've spoken. Like where the speech at? Tell them that you breathe that. And shit that's asthmatic the way they hang on the feedback. Fuck them until, fuck them all till they know that you mean that. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tales podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sunday before Mother's Day. So you guys, this is, uh, this is your warning. Y'all better be thinking about your mamas next Sunday. Uh, and that means my mom will be here next Sunday, uh, doing the show live with us. So, uh, but, uh, and for all the sexy mamas out there, we do have a special guest this week. Uh, we got my man Chris Lambert, comedian, uh, to the stars, uh, actor, uh, of stage and screen. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on, Chris? Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm doing good, man. I'm, uh, chilling. I appreciate you being here, man. Yeah, man. When you hit me up, I was like, oh, maybe next week. But I'm like, oh, I can't. What about today? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I hit him up to be like uh, on Facebook. I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a podcast. And uh, he was like, "Uh, we can do Sunday. And I was like, cool, man. So next weekend, I was like, nah. And I was like, "Uh, okay. And he was like, today, I was like, well, fuck it then. Let's do it live. Bill O'Reilly, rest in peace. So... Um, he, he gonna be that that podcast gonna be lit, you know? that, uh, that that Bill O'Reilly podcast. It's already number one on <laughs> iTunes behind Bernie Sanders. Yeah, ain't that yeah, sad? He gonna, yeah, he gonna have that money coming in, dog. I like how old white men took over the podcasting game. It's like we can't win for shit. Mm-mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, they'll be like on Entertainment Weekly, brand new podcast that you don't know about, Bill <laughs> right. O'Reilly. Yeah. Watch Bernie Watch Sanders the- live. Yes, even fuck the, all the black tastemakers. <laughs> yeah, they even got a podcast looking for an old white man and ain't really lost. He just was like, "Fuck everybody!" I was like, "Let's go find his ass." Yeah. Um, what was the settlement? Twenty twenty five million or something. Twenty five. Like, a lot of money. He got twenty five million just to go home. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like that's that's like uh mike brown numbers for the uh the coach in the nba he <laughs> like yeah. mike brown probably still get 25 million dollars uh, a year just uh from all the jobs he got sent home from right. um but you now know i kind of feel like do you want do you want him to win with the warriors oh yeah yeah um, spot with that. yeah yeah we uh i definitely have an anti-steve kerr agenda uh i, I believe mm-hmm. draymond green is the real coach and i think he's the best coach uh of the team so um i feel like steve kerr not being there just highlights that they don't need to give him five million dollars a year um and if mm-hmm. luke walton can do it why can't mike brown right of course i'm just saying motherfucking draymond the real coach motherfucker come out every game now hitting 30 points and when steve is there he can't even shoot so i don't know feel like steve getting all the credit um i i, I yeah I was just saying I still want LeBron to win, uh, even though uh, I think the Warriors got it in the bag. Like, Kevin Durant's, like, evil now. Like, he's, like, telling the mascot to get the fuck off the court. And You know what, Kevin Durant? Know. Kevin Durant reminds me of when Wale signed with Maybach music. <laughs> it's just too, it's too much, man. Just, just should have stayed in your lane, dog. I can't. 
can't really fuck with you uh, over there dog and even they don't really fuck with you over there like you the good kid you're not supposed to be over there with them man trying to pretend to be your bad guy and shit i know they got the light skin evilness going on you bring your dark skin self over there and they're like nah you don't mix with the crew <laughs> yeah i'm not a fan dog uh, i'm not a fan either and i tell you uh, tell you one thing back to the uh, uh previous conversation i'm on somebody to send me home with 25 million dollars mm-hmm. send me home any day then mm-hmm um well all right let's uh talk about some things okay guys first of all it's the blackout test podcast find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air when we do our feedback show every saturday the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and today's podcast is sponsored is actually sponsored by shadow doll productions uh apparently this is your last chance to get a day audio play that's only 99 cent called passengers um it's me and karen and uh jenna simon and we do some comedy uh for a little bit uh it's 99 cents it's on itunes on amazon uh just search up passengers and it'll come up and if you get it and you like it leave five star reviews uh you know let them know that 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 you deal that you fuck with it so we appreciate y'all to take the time out to do that that's the chris pratt stalker movie uh <laughs> no we actually uh no it doesn't get uh stalkery and rapey at all mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's quite funny the whole time nobody's so. doing anything against their will yeah yeah <laughs> man God, i can't believe they gambled sony lost all that money gambling on that shit i was like who greenlit that right and it was not yeah. that good yeah uh at any rate man um so we got chris here man i, I guess i gotta check up on you man how, first of all how's everything going with the career and stuff uh it's going pretty good i i did a uh well i i got cut out of unbreakable kimmy schmidt no yeah young they told me like a couple months ago the scene whatever that scene was it got it got cut out Mm. and i could like monday morning quarterback in the situation Mm -hmm. like (laughs) hindsight is always 2020 it just seemed like they didn't really know what they wanted in that part but I, they, the producers like me, and the, one of them producers is Tina Fey Young. So maybe, maybe somewhere down the line, I'll, I'll get another crack at being on there. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, man, and uh, I did. Uh, I shot a pilot in the, for an ABC show called Salamander with uh, John Leguizamo and Lorenz Tate. So I don't know if that's coming out, but uh, I did that. The check cleared. That's what's up. That's got my mom an early day, early Mother's Day present. Got my dad a Father's Day joint. So I'm good for the next two months. <laughs> the, now, does wise when that happens, do you get um? Do you like like when you audition and it gets cut? Do you still get your check though? Yeah, because the check you get the check like a couple weeks, like whatever their payroll is for that uh-huh. show, you get it like a week or two later uh and yeah you get the check and you still get like your i still get a credit like my imdb mm-hmm. would still have has, still has that credit on there uh um. that i was on the show like if you look up look me up on imdb like you'll see that but uh yeah it's unfortunate but i mean nobody can ever take that experience away yeah they know. can't that's why you gotta I'm, get as many pictures with these people when you all said as you can so mm-hmm. you just you can always <laughs> have the memories you know I didn't want to be that dude, but I was in the same dressing room as uh, Ellie Kemper. Like she was get not dressing room, but makeup 
in the makeup chair like she was a couple seats away from me and but I ain't I ain't say nothing to her you know I don't want to you never know how celebrities are until you actually start talking to them but she seemed like she was nice mm. uh you know I didn't really have any scenes with uh I had a you know that Melissa McCarthy joint that I did like I got to do a scene with her and she was nice took a picture with her and uh this other joint that I did uh it was I think the woman was in um in Scarface like mm-hmm. towards the end like she I don't know anyway man like it it was cool career's going pretty good I'm I'm in the process of putting together an album that I uh want to record uh like by the end of the year around no- November December Oh. So, yeah. So I'm putting in I'm putting in the work on um, writing for that, and and uh, so that's 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 the goal. By the end of this year, I would like to have an album recorded and then release it like early 2018. Well, I always see you grinding, man. Like every uh, every day on Facebook, I see you posting something that you're uh, going to be getting up and getting on some stage time, and uh, you know, headlining and opening and all kinds of shit now. So. Yeah, man, you. so excited for you, man. I'm glad you're uh, getting acting looks and stuff too, because yeah. that's a big. No. I'm trying so hard, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm having fun. Like I, I think, like you know, I always I try not to get too sentimental on here, right. but like I try, like it's, I'm I'm happy, but you know, there's always you know you want to. I'm not gonna be complacent, but. uh yeah, it's just just to keep pressing forward, and and that's the only way I know how to operate, and uh, and just try to have as much fun as I can. Man. Yeah, uh, speaking of you know big time stars, the big time star, you know me and Roderick, us too, we do voice acting, so you know we understand you know how it is, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. You know we've been on TV too, so you know we we understand. You know <laughs> we, we, we're just in a league of our own, so you know we're we're just talking it up to the small people. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, and then also a big accomplishment. Uh, I beat Horizon Zero Dawn on yes. PlayStation Four. So if there's any single ladies that uh, want to, you know, talk to a guy that beat a, mm-hmm. a, a video game, then you can, you know, you can get at me. There are a lot out there. Don't don't. Understand. Did you? Uh, yeah, get that achievement unlocked. Come um, on. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh yeah so what are you playing man because i know you are a gamer and uh you got the ps4 i have the uh, xbox one so you know we don't really get the game together but um yeah you know i i, I, I what, what you getting into now man uncharted i'm start i started the uncharted series uh yesterday before i uh i went out to run errands and stuff uh nathan drake um i still don't think he's better than lara croft i just i think lara croft's the greatest mm-hmm. one of the greatest video game adventurers of all time she's uh, clearly the newest iteration of lara croft is the greatest impossible white man of all time yeah it is. yeah did you you so you play did you guys play that one hell yeah i play that oh, oh I, no. he plays ahead, i'm a watcher like like i watch him play so far as i'm concerned we played um i tried to play uh this game and I don't know why, but it was so stressful. Like, I, I, it, it was making me panic, and I was yeah. like, uh-uh, I, I, can't, I can't do it, so I just watched it play. Yeah, I play that game. I play both of those games about uh, probably three or four times a year. I just go mm-hmm. and play them and beat them because I, I love the story yeah. so much, and I love the gameplay mechanics, and uh, it's like 
the greatest version of impossible white man because everybody see everybody's going uh because you got to up the challenge on impossible white man so everybody's going to the old impossible white man well which is like oh he's so old look at this old man like how's he gonna survive these odds and we've already had the woman impossible white man like colombiana and and things of that nature um salt you know what i mean yeah. which which is another dynamic but it's just not not as good as and, and i'm waiting on hollywood to tap on this and maybe they will with the new tomb raider but little girl impossible white man is by far the best impossible white man yes it is I, it is it really is i mean and i'm not trying to placate to the women but like with the last within the last four to Four to five, four to six years. To me, the most compelling games have had female heroines, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know what that is. I think maybe it's the, the vulnerable, the vulnerability, the easy, like the and being vulnerable and overcoming that. Maybe it's something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just think it's it's really compelling in uh, like storytelling. I mean, with the character in horizon zero dawn aloy she's a a woman that's a young girl that's been orphaned since she was a baby and she's trying to find out the secret of her existence while like fighting dinosaur robots yeah i mean also you can express more emotions with female protagonists i think yeah you're really allowed to with men uh sadly but you know for like a lot of male protagonists it is very much like gears of war like i you know i in the middle of this war i also find time to bench every day and you know what i mean like my gun is is so fucking huge and all that shit and then this is like that one genre where it's like you know how am i gonna survive without my parents one of my favorite games um of the last few years is um the walking dead telltale game version Mm -hmm. um okay and specifically volume two because you get to be clementine which is like an 11 year old girl Mm -hmm. in this zombie apocalypse brutal killing world and you're trying to survive you know like that 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 volume two is so like that story was so real and the first volume is even like it's so emotionally tugging because you're this guy who's in charge of raising this girl you found and the way it ends like i I straight up cried at the end of that game because it was so like fucking uh emotional or whatever and yeah you just can't necessarily convey those um you know it's hard to convey that same thing with the way that you know we engage maleness and malehood when it comes to protagonists because you know it's like you gotta be you know like nathan drake has to be like oh really i'm gonna kill everybody you know what i'm saying like you can't he don't get to be like like trying to just survive and and wondering where you know like how am i gonna gonna eat or shit like that like uh other protagonists and and yeah that's go ahead karen i'm I'm sorry sorry, baby and something else that you stepped on when it comes to like women our stories when it comes to us in action we always have to think of alternative motives if that makes sense like men could come in with women could come in and it's almost like you have to she can do that but it has to be a twist to it Mm. because a lot of times a lot you might can say i might not have the strength to just physically come and pop you in the eye but i do have the strength to set up this contraction that can you know Mm. so i like the fact that it's not a straight you know manly 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 game uh, but it has a kind of I won't say a feminine touch to it, but but it, but it I mean, does have a the feminine thing, touch. To the it. thing is, it's all optical, right? right? Because it's all it's all just an illusion. Because essentially, it's just a video game, and they're not gonna let me die. Of 
but there's something yeah. about the optics of big ass brawly like gears of war nigga versus a 95 pound woman that i know like just being a 95 pound woman in regular ass life gotta be scary i couldn't you know but to step into that with like you can take like with having a woman protagonist you can take something like um a 250 pound dude with a with an axe that's the scariest motherfucker in the world now mm-hmm. as opposed to gears of war i just be like hit the y button crack that nigga head off <laughs> right. you know what yeah. i'm saying saw him in half <laughs> well this you know the the last of us is, is one of my favorite games of all time am i getting the echo am i messing up no there's no yeah. echo on our side no but uh side, if you want to refresh real quick it should take care of the echo on your side okay maybe i'll do that uh i think i'm good all right sorry guys uh the last of us one of my favorite games of all time uh dealt with you have this male protagonist this badass you get to see his backstory and he's a lot like that telltale game you were talking to uh walking dead you know he's he's a father figure to this girl and uh there's a moment where he gets hurt and you have to play as ellie the main girl and you have to you know fend for yourself and take so it's just like a really i don't know it's just a really emotionally compelling game and i think that's one of the best games i ever played in my life and horizon zero dawn i would say is right up there because you're taking this 18 year old uh girl and you're you're kicking ass (laughs) it was funny thing i was watching this uh i watch youtube videos of the game and stuff to see like different i'm a fucking nerd i'm sorry but I i was watching this thing and uh and one of the guys was like, oh, you can get her, you can get new outfits for your armor and stuff. He was like, oh, I'd like to see her in this outfit. I was like, dude, really? Like, it was just kind of, it was just creepy. Like, he was just talking about, oh, I'd like to see her in this more revealing outfit. I was like, it's not about that, man. Mm-hmm. But um, the interesting thing about, I was listening to the voice actor, uh, Ashley Birch, who, who voiced Aloy. She was saying something along the lines of boys, little boys don't really care who the protagonist is but sometimes girls might have issues with the with what with what that is but the guy the boys little boys don't really Mm. care and i think i never really in my childhood you know you think i didn't even know the the metroid character was a was a a woman oh yeah samus when she take off that suit but that's because you got to beat the game and that shit was hard that shit yeah you know game boy version i didn't know i didn't know till i was an adult but that's because that game was fucking hard like it was like Samus <laughs> is a girl. Like, like when they brought like, it back, like remember when they had like the Nintendo sixty four or whatever, and they brought back Metroid, yeah. and they were like, "You star as a female protagonist, Samus," and I was like, "What? Like when, when did y'all do that?" And they were like, "Uh, it was always a girl. You just had to beat the game." I was like, "Do you know how fucking hard it was to beat anything with three lives back in the day? Fuck that. Mm-hmm. It was impossible." And um, when you're talking about like female leads, the thing about um, put like this, when it comes to video games in general, men are the privileged group because everything mm-hmm. is catered towards them. Mm-hmm. Like, they really don't build, unless it's like bright and colorful and girly type quote-unquote thing, they really don't build a lot of video games as far as action-wise and you just go around fucking people up with female leads. It's a rarity. So, yeah. a lot of dudes, they don't really think about it unless the video game makes them vulnerable. Because when it comes, when it came to Tomb Raider, 
it was a particular scene where this dude got very very aggressive with laura mm-hmm. and so many goddamn dudes they privilege show they fucking complain oh my god i can't t-. but you know what that happened to women all the time but you never think about it because all your characters you played as a man and they don't ever have a man in a situation where something like that could happen to him yeah yeah, yeah. he was like sexually aggressive and clearly gonna like sexually assault her and you have to kill this motherfucker before he can and yeah i mean i i know that uh because i read about it at the time and they were like you know they didn't they almost didn't want to put that in the game but at the same time that would be a very real fear and um you know like that's the other thing about men like men and gaming because we've gotten to a point where everybody's more critical and roll their eyes of the quote-unquote woke people and the quote-unquote social justice warriors and all this shit but but on some real shit there's some really despicable hateful people out there that fight against shit all the goddamn time and it's like if somebody was to notice it or speak out against it they catch more flack for being like well isn't it fucked up that all these dudes don't want ghostbusters the movie to fucking come out like isn't that like isn't it weird that that's the most downvoted movie of all time before it even came out like that like there should be a equal level of eye rolling at that shit if not more than the fact that somebody going well guys you know you shouldn't really hate this movie just because there's women in it and then people are like oh this motherfucker jesus christ let it go lady like that's how it feels with uh with games in a long in a large uh large way like chris said um boys don't really like necessarily think about it but girls will because they never got catered to before and mm-hmm. but there are a lot of dudes that fight against this shit like they're like i oh oh uh what what, what movie uh star wars and mm-hmm. episode seven um force awakens there were people that were mad that ray was a jedi and they were calling her like a mary sue and all this shit like it's just it's like a weird culture in gaming that is so anti-women like getting the spotlight like it's not even because women have always played games and been around yes they but it's, have. it's just something about the idea that a video game maker or a movie maker or some type of nerd entertainment would be like well why don't we just make this one about a woman and just like fucking all hell breaks loose but as chris said some of my best gaming experiences came because somebody was like what if we just make this person a woman and i'm like oh this is actually better than i thought it. you know like this is better than the shit I was doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I think the more like, I, and I think maybe because I came back when I was a little older, because I normally just would do the 2K and the Madden uh, for the most for years, and then you get a platform game like the Tomb Raider coming back. That was something that was attractive to me. But I think if more, I kind of feel like if more guys were were playing these games, they would be more. You would think they would be more compassionate mm. to women. I was saying in my latest, because uh, I, I saw this. Say for instance, I saw this play uh, yesterday at Yale Rep in uh, New Haven, and it was a play about a woman who was dealing with uh, uh, taking care of her kid that had special needs. It was an all woman play. Woman director um, had some brown women in it. It was just a good play, and. Um, it was it made me think like this kid's dealing this woman is dealing with her kid that has a uh an illness and he's special needs and it made me think because i i dealt with special needs on the periphery being a ta in a special ed school blah 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 and most of those experiences the women did not have their husbands or their boyfriends were not there and it's like a fractured family and it made me think like 
why the fuck aren't these dudes here? Mm. Like, what the fuck? Like, like what? Like, we're supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be strong. And there's a, a line that one of the characters said, the, the main character says, you know, or her, the, the father wasn't there because she's like, I hope he finds his peace because he couldn't deal with it. I was like, no, this guy's a fucking asshole. Right. Like, this guy's an asshole. He's not there. And it just, it was a play that was timely because it was, it was dealing with women's issues, also dealing with healthcare. And it just made me, it just made me have a little more empathy. But I mean, I, I'm, I would consider myself to be somebody that's conscious with that, but I just think, you know, if you just kind of put your, if you just listen, if people in privilege like black men, uh, white men, right. if we had, if we were just a little more open and having more compassion, I think you, I think that progress would happen. I mean, it right. wouldn't be perfect, but I think that's how so we, you get we progress. De- we definitely ask it when it's our turn, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when when some black kid gets caught, shot by the police we as a black dude i definitely expect and want people to speak up i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying i don't i don't mm-hmm. care that they're not a black dude like that that means nothing to me like if some shit goes down your ass need to be talking about it too because don't just hop in when it's you and i know that's how i feel so i try to extend that idea out to other people to be like yeah if somebody is uh i read an article where a woman uh yesterday i read an article where a woman was in a bar and some dude came in and groped her and then another guy in the bar uh punched that guy um and kicked him out the bar and so then that the dude got you know punched and, and and the groper he leaves tells his boy um i got jumped at this bar man we're gonna let's go back we're gonna get some revenge you know some man shit and they come back and uh the woman sees him coming and tries to lock them out the bar and he pushes the door open punches her in the face she hits her head she dies and i'm like i can't like i post the link to that article and i just say like a couple you know like damn like this is fucked up basically she just went out for a drink and she dead you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like the same way that you know a 15 year old black kid goes to a, a party and does the quote-unquote right thing that everybody says party get rowdy you leave and the fucking cops kill them like is yeah. like both of those things are grave injustices i i don't see how i can just be like well i'm gonna say this one's fucked up that other shit ain't got nothing to do with me i ain't know i ain't hitting no woman like that seems hypocritical on some level to me yeah yeah it's it's um it's crazy how you can we could get to video games to that but it's like it's you just have to be those things are connected right. uh yeah. where you know it, they're they're whether they're loose or, or not but uh yeah i just i just think just being older you kind of think about those things more just remember playing that first tomb raider was just like the first 15 minutes you got to make sure she doesn't get raped yeah <laughs> and and you got to make sure she gets some food and so you care about this character you're invested in. But let me ask you this on a lighter note. Yeah. Did you feel like the second Tomb Raider was like the the ending was kind con- like the the last hour or so was mm-hmm. a little like too parallel to the first? Um, let me think about it. It's probably been a year since. Yeah, no no no, I play it about once every I play both of them okay. about once every 4 months. Um right. I, it yes and no cuz I wasn't trying to save, you know, my friend. Yeah. Um, so, so it had like a different motivation to, 
to win at the end and you're really trying to say figure out your father's uh uh you know what the, this this what happened behind your father's death and you're trying to keep um that evil organization from getting um you know this power to basically have, create an army and live forever and shit um yeah. so i thought the motivation was different i felt like uh it'll <laughs> it sounds weird to say it but i felt like it matured because okay you know the first one was just like i want to save my friend and survive and this one like was more like i'm stepping up to be a hero and save the world from this destructive force from this evil organization you know and uh if anything i felt a little uncomfortable with the idea of being like my father couldn't have committed suicide he wasn't you know weak uh and then you find out he was like assassinated but i don't know like part of that kind of bothered me where i was like i mean even if he would have killed himself these niggas still trinity is still evil like it don't like it's not like yeah you know what i'm saying like it was, it was like he did kill himself well i guess i don't need to save the world like that <laughs> that, that that felt a little weird but i mean i guess yeah. action action wise it was kind of a lot the same with the you know climbing mechanics and the the fucking like samurai armor motherfuckers that you gotta that's the, see that's the part that's yeah. what i was like ah but it was dope it was still yeah. good you think we're gonna like, find out that that's connected maybe so because the that. first one was like princess Hamiko uh, or whatever she was uh she had those wind powers and shit and um but she had them samurai warrior motherfuckers too and then this one had the samurai warrior motherfuckers i wonder if we're gonna like if game three is gonna be like some, like that shit's connected as well like this whole samurai warrior culture shit yeah it's a great game though that's my game dog i fuck with that game so hard but yeah yeah. i just sit back and watch and uh going back to something you was saying before because we're talking about the play and the woman Mm -hmm. um talking about uh how you know she hopes he finds himself it made me think about excuses when it comes to men it's always an excuse when it comes to women it's never an excuse anything that happens to you even if it's your fault we will not accept it when it comes to women for some reason Mm -hmm. so because even um, uh, a few years ago, I had an uh, operation, and Rock was at the hospital with me the entire time. And then on the wing room, on, I don't know if it was a woman's wing or what, but on the mm-hmm. wing room on, and he would get up and he'd walk around with me. And a lot of the nurses were like shocked and amazed that he stayed there the whole time. And they literally just gave him praise for actually, in my opinion, doing what he was supposed to do. Right. I would have yeah. done it for him. Right. That's what, like, to me, I, I kept being weirded out because they would come in and be like oh you slept here i'm like who the fuck lets their <laughs> who Twice. the fuck just goes all right baby see you in the morning you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah going out with craig and them like who would do that but i apparently a lot of people apparently would do that um which i don't know it just felt weird to me that i don't know i, I always feel like the bar is so low for dudes that that's one of the reasons we don't really try because uh you don't have to really do shit it was like mm-hmm. i don't hit no woman it's like he a good man now that right there <laughs> that's what you need baby that's a good man all he do is go to work and cheat on you that's what you need <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like the bar's so low man but for women it's just like if a woman just notices like sexism or some shit if it's a me like bitter bitch you need to get a man that's what you're you're not getting fucked ain't it that's what it is you know it's just such a weird fucking thing and and i'm and 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 for other shit too you know like 
if a white person notices racism then we're like that motherfucker is woke you know <laughs> like but that's yeah. the bare minimal right right but we don't you know we don't care it's just like that motherfucker said black lives matter y'all can't never say shit about him you know so, you, you can say yeah. that and still turn around and call somebody a nigga so i don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not even saying to that extreme i'm just mm-hmm. saying like uh like for example i follow i fucks with my man ted alexandro that's a dog my dog he listens to the show um but i was on his page and he was talking about how like obama getting this four hundred thousand dollars in the 60 million dollar book deal and i was like uh okay that's fucked up i hear you dog uh if you if you that's what you think he gave two million dollars to them kids in chicago though too what about that like 400k ain't shit compared to like if you think the obama administration sold out america for 400k that's a ridiculous notion you know what i'm saying now if you're just upset about the optics well then what about the optics of giving two million dollars to chicago kids so they can get work through the summer and hopefully move on career paths they keep them out of street and shit it's crickets no but you never see them mm-hmm. talk about that ever right so so like it's that thing where it's like yeah i fucks with him yeah i think you know he 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 speaks out a lot more than other white people it don't make him right about everything and it doesn't mean i gotta agree with everything vice versa you know what i'm saying i'm sure there's things oh, yeah. that i say that people are like oh i like rob but i don't agree with that and i think that's human too you right know? and everybody needs room to grow mm-hmm. yeah that that whole thing is like they all get paid man the clintons got got their bread and that's that's really you really just on the tour after you because you right. don't get that much money you get 400k for being a, a year for being a president but then you go on those speaking engagements. You enter the private sector and you get that bread. I mean, that's right. that's the agreement. Why I gotta I mean, start he, with the nigga though? That's right. a, like that's my only problem, man. Is like because he black, right? You know, you know right. why? Like, I mean, it's just so <laughs> it's, it's so inherent that it's so it's just redundant every right. time. I was just like, it's just like the answer is like we could talk about it till we blew in the face, and True. I I don't mind those conversations, but it's because he black right because it ain't like my thing is because people are like well i'm like this with everybody but it ain't the same for everybody but it ain't the same for everybody so now what like because that's like saying um look i think all ceos make too much so i think this woman ceo should give up her salary it's like well hold up now player hold up hold up are we gonna start with the 10 percent of women that make it to ceo and be like they the ones that need to give up the money and lead the charge on this because it's it's very weird to me but that happens a lot because i think you know that that like that's that's that experience you can't have if you don't like live that life as far as you know like you have to almost experience the racism to be like yeah okay i get why the pressure is different for this person but you know at the same time do what you, do your thing i don't think obama's reading facebook so i mean mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll, it's I, like i don't think all our opinion is necessarily that important and you know like if you can convince me to be a socialist i can't really change the, the, the government myself so you and know I, I get it yeah if i was doing what obama doing i wouldn't be beating facebook either yeah oh man i just want to make it that i do want to make it to the point where if if people don't like me i can feel like but i'm rich mm-hmm. that would be a nice point to make it to. assistant go read the comments yeah and filter them out i only want the good ones yeah like that would be nice yeah. but i don't think that's gonna happen for me but that would be a good place to be in life where you like oh they mad that's too bad to the yacht 
You know what I'm saying? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> that, that would be such a good film. Can I have another French 25, ma'am? Or 75, <laughs> whatever I drank yesterday. Now, I see you've been getting you a whole lot of uh, guests on the podcast, too, Chris, man. Um, you know, it was like a who's who uh, mm-hmm. on this joint, man. How, like, how have you been um, getting, the like, is as your profile raises, is it easier to get the guests? Like, are they saying yes more, or is it just now you got the confidence to ask certain people or have you just always just been asking people and they just pop on i try to ask you know i ask people and they like the last guest i had uh greg barrett i was emceeing for him at my home club at levity live and uh we were just vibing just talking backstage like hey man i gotta get you on my podcast and he said sure and uh we did that and just people more people will say yes but i think Mm. some people and I'm sure you guys dealt with it a lot or still deal with it. Like you want to grab certain people and they don't pay you any attention. Mm-hmm. I got, I got unfollowed by a rapper because I asked him to do my podcast. Damn. And, it, and I, yeah, man, one of my favorites. And I, and it was just like, Oh, I just asked you to do a podcast. And I didn't, I don't want to, I'm not a stan. I think you're great, but Jesus, buddy. Then he sent you a link to, <laughs> then he sent you a link to the SoundCloud mixtape. It was like, Hey man, but can you listen to my mixtape? <laughs> so so i don't know man it i i try to go go reach out to people and if they say yes they say yes if they blow it off then they blow it off but uh it would be nice to to get certain people but um you know how it is it's just yeah. it, I, I i'm gonna keep doing it for as long as i can i enjoy it yeah, you know I, I think for a lot of people even though podcast is in a weird space where it's like 12, 15 years old, somewhere around in there. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. old, but it's new, if that makes sense. It's old because it's been around for a while, but it's new to the masses. So when you go to a lot of people, a lot of people have no idea what a podcast is. As weird as that may sound, even people listen to have no idea. So for the average person, if it ain't radio or like the traditional quote-unquote media, a lot of people don't take it seriously. Yeah, and I mean, this is a like some of these people we've had, them, you know, Brandon Collins, mm-hmm. Mike Brown, uh, Morgan P. Campbell, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, Dan- uh, Daniel Berman, Darren Patterson, Sue Funk, uh, Baron Bond. I mean, I, I, I you know, Baron Bond's in, um, uh, what is in that Netflix show? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Josh yeah. Gondelman, Fonte, mm-hmm. Fontigolo, New Tigolo, New Tigolo, um, John Moses, Phenom, you know, Phenom from uh, Where's My 40 Acres, Acres. J.L. Covan, uh, Russ Green, Amanda Seals, mm-hmm. like, these are some names, bro. you know, like, this yeah. is Car- Caroline Castiglia, um, Liz, Ma- oh man, Caroline going through it on Facebook, man, just, um, yeah, she, she, she's up Facebooking through it. She Facebooking through it, bro. I, like, she, she found love and she was very out there, outspoken about it. And then some wild shit happened with this dude, and she is straight oh. up Facebooking through it. Power, power Facebooking. I, just, hope, I hope you make it through, baby. I feel like I know all Caroline business now. Like if I see her, I feel like we at hugging friends now. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we at that level, yeah. even though we never met. I feel like I could just walk up and be like, "We can hug, right?" Because we've been through it. Let's cry together. Um, she good. She's good people. Like that episode. Like a lot of, you know, you're doing something, or I, what gives me gratification is the fact when other comics like your peers and your fellow podcasters 
Like, when they'll hit me up, they'll say, yo, that Carolyn Castiglia episode, you know, and that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was good. You know, like, I'd be like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right. And yeah. then I listen to it. I'd be like, oh, that shit was good. Yeah, man. Uh, Mike Brown, Andy Klein. Like, there's, there's so many people, man. So, yeah, I, I just noticed, uh, you know, just the guests and the gets and the stuff like that, man. I just think it's, it's dope, man. The podcast is dope is what I'm trying to say. Thanks, man. I'm trying, man. I, you know, you, you guys are the Eric and Tammy Taylor of the game. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, that's my, my nickname for y'all. So it, it's just, it's fun, man. It's a, it's a good way to, to make myself do, to do something every week and, uh, to, it's, it's fun. I just enjoy talking to people and, uh, I just got to gear back up and, and get some more people on. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying, I re- like, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I reached out to the voice actor from, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, but it's kind of like you don't want to come across as a creep, like when it's a woman you're trying to get. Mm. Cause it's almost like you're asking them out on a date in a way. Mm. Uh, and it's like, I remember, I know we, we, y'all talk bad about him like mm-hmm. 30 minutes ago about Wale when he asked somebody to do his, one of his songs. He was like, it is kind of like, I was like, oh shit, it is asking them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, the things, the things that women have to go through, it's like, no, nah, I just want you to do my pot. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of get jealous sometimes when I see her on other, other people's <laughs> joints. And then <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I, I was like, I was like, you did this one, but you can't, but I don't know. I don't know, man. But I, I want, I want to reach out to people like that. And hopefully as if my profile gets a lot bigger, I could have, I could be like, hey, I can reach out to her people and say, hey, I want to get you on, and they don't think I'm a creep. Yeah, and because and- <laughs> because honestly, like I was listening to her on some people's stuff, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I just think, oh my god, I love you, and she's like, okay, <laughs> right, you know. I'm like, hey, I like your stuff. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. Like, I want to get a good. And a lot of times, good- men do make the interviews or the guests with women creepy. Cause, yeah. Cause they will go into like how attractive they are or who they fucking or like they have, like their minds can't like help. She always signed up for. She like, Hey, I just came on the podcast and then turns into something else. Yeah. Their mind can't help but go there. Even if they're trying to be nice, it's still kind of yeah. like a, you know, cause you looking good, you know, and, uh, you know, I know guys trying to fuck. He's like, well, this just got awkward, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> cause you made it awkward. Right. Like, oh, like, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do with this dick here? I got this dick out. I mean, right, it's like live on the podcast. I treat it like you yeah. would any man. Would you ask a man that? Right. Yeah. You know, I think it's just awkward cause that's just, you know, it's like anything. That's what men's minds go. Same way that, for if a white podcast host has a black guest, I'm sure they're like, you know, so Black Lives Matter. I mean, what's going on with that? I mean, well, yeah, that's changing everything. You're like, what the fuck? I thought we were gonna talk about some comedy, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, that is uh, <laughs> that is interesting though. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about news, guys. Okay, all kinds of news is coming out, and uh, we need to talk about it. Okay. Right. We can start with this first. I just read this this morning. Um apparently they're selling a letter at an auction by malcolm x for ninety five thousand dollars okay and the letter is about him confessing to elijah muhammad that he couldn't satisfy his wife in bed whoa why are we selling this she told me i was impotent Mm mm-hmm 
slain civil rights icon malcolm x acknowledged that his marriage was failing because he was unable to satisfy his wife in bed it was learned on sunday standing revelation was made in a 1959 type letter written by malcolm x to his mentor nation of islam leader elijah muhammad which is sad because that means elijah muhammad was reading that like i'm gonna kill this nigga Mm-mm-mm. in the letter x allegedly allegedly i'm not saying it's true in the letter x says that his wife betty shabazz complained that her husband had never given her any real satisfaction and said to me if i didn't watch out she was going to embarrass me and herself which under questioning later she said she was going to seek satisfaction somewhere else uh the letter reads the main source of our troubles was based upon sex she, she placed a great deal more stress upon it than i was physically capable of doing damn damn i guess plymouth plymouth's cock getting laying on her uh one day she, what i'm just saying viagra oh any means necessary around, uh one day she told me we were incompatible sexually because i had never given her any real satisfaction she outright told me i was impotent and i was like an old man not able to engage in the act long enough to satisfy her her remarks like this were very heartbreaking to me damn damn who bought this like you <laughs> think it's just like <laughs> This thing is like a white supremacist is gonna hang it on his wall. <laughs> that's, I know, like pressing his fuck. This is somebody that hate niggas. Like, do you see my? This, this is like get out. It's just gonna be like this. This, uh, this right here. This is uh, my Malcolm X letter. Uh, not the, all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the letter is being offered for sale by MomentsInTime.com which uh, is a website which is a memorabilia dealer the asking price is ninety five thousand dollars um malcolm x was a divisive figures in in the 1960s and they go into his history um you know it's funny though because some people say uh you know there's rumors that he was gay and stuff or had took on male lovers bisexual and stuff so you're gonna have oh, wow. that shit uh popping up man it's just you know i think it's interesting because in a day and age when we didn't have social media uh and all this stuff it's easy to paint these people as like character caricatures of what we want them to be correct it's very simple yeah. like magneto versus professor x type shit but they was humans too man and they had whole ass right. lives that had very complex yeah that we don't necessarily that don't fit neatly into the boxes that we want to put them in i wonder mm-hmm. if people are going to reject even knowing this this letters out there i wonder if people are going to reject this idea because in their own ways they'll feel like this emasculates him on some level maybe that's what they were but then you got to think it was 1959 yeah a few years six years before he died he's probably fucking stressed out he might have been i mean that's a reasonable like i said they they human he was human you know what i'm saying like that would have been just as reasonable to be like i think these motherfuckers trying to kill me you know i just sex is just it's lower on my list than it used to be before right, i was looking right. out the window with a gun every night that you know top agenda yeah how many kids did he have three four five five is what they said five. okay he had some kids so something went to completion yeah five times you know but that's that's right and then you know he lived that fast life you know when he was coming up you know yeah. i don't know man like maybe he just got to that point where I don't, know, I don't know but that's towards the end of his life so yeah betty shabazz died in 1997 for injuries sustained in a fire that was started in the bronx by her grandson she was 63 years old i don't yeah. remember that yeah so 
anyway that's uh that's wild man but if you got ninety five thousand dollars you can get in on that uh to have that letter for some reason do you think racist people jerk off to that letter <laughs> they probably mm-hmm. they probably you know what a lot of impotent racist people just got hard for the first time i like, know oh, oh my god <laughs> thank god he wasn't oh yes oh. uh oprah made 110 million dollars because weight watchers is hot again i believe that oh. she just she brings money it just flows mm-hmm. uh yeah weight watcher cl- shares climbed 14 percent on wednesday and the stock has quadrupled since uh Winfrey bought a big stake and joined the board of directors in 2015 she holds about 10 percent of the shares her stake is worth 43 million when she bought it it's now worth 154 million mm-hmm did y'all see that movie which movie henrietta lacks yeah i have i recorded i haven't watched it yet i was waiting on karen but i gotta stop doing that it's starting to slow me down i'm sorry it's okay we'll be sitting there we watch other stuff you're just not as woke as me it's fine i guess i'm not uh i need to watch it I need to watch it too, man. I was saw people live tweeting. I couldn't join in because Karen was napping and shit. You know how it is. <laughs> it's all good. I'll catch up to it. Plus, plus, you know, it is that thing too where you know it's gonna be sad and depressing. So it's a lot less yeah enthusiasm to live tweet it with the crew because it's like uh, if I get these jokes off, y'all gonna be mad because I'm scared to get these jokes off. Because um, that's how I view the world is. I try to make things funny. So. Um, probably better i didn't lie tweeted with them niggas because they probably been mad, <laughs> mad. fuck you rob right this is serious yeah, matter um speaking of black women getting this money whoopi Goldberg demands three and a half million dollars and an executive producer title um and her nemesis and abc executive fired if they wanted to return to the view damn, mm. damn whoopi first of all power move mm-hmm. i don't blame her <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, she's like, and because that's i'm gonna tell you truth be told out of everybody on there i think she's the longest person that's been on there i think everybody else everybody else has been rotated around and changed so she's been mm-hmm. at the longest she should demand more well she's 61 she doesn't quote unquote need, need it. this shit for her. like right like I'm, I'm sure she doesn't mind it and i'm sure it doesn't hurt her brand but in general she don't need this shit mm-hmm. you can tell like as, as as much as i agree slash disagree with whoopi at times the thing i like about her is that it always feel like she coming from a genuine place because she don't give a fuck right like it, it's really until like people are like listen we will cut the sponsors for this shit that she's like all right i'll apologize you know what i'm saying but it's <laughs> but it, in general in general she she just be like i like she's almost like how how white dudes get to be on tv where they just say what the fuck they want to say and then everybody's like well that is bill o'reilly we just got to deal with it or whatever so um but i just like the power move because she took a two million dollar three million dollar pay cut um uh, what year was that three years ago maybe it was like they slashed her salary from five to two and now it's time to re-up but she says i want at least three and a half uh i want executive producer title because uh, at this point like you said she's on the longest tenured uh staple of the show right and so i mean ratings won't completely fall off but they will drop if she leaves because a lot of people only tune in for her i'm not trying to be funny her and her and uh joy behar that's it yeah so yeah they, give it that, give it that bread why not they got money they got some money right it's right behind dr phil and ratings 
mm-hmm. which is another staple of tv like i mean this point mm-hmm. you know you got the power for they it. beat out phil i mean they beat out uh kelly and michael okay. when they was out there they beat mm-hmm. out kelly and like uh this new nigga uh ryan seacrest somebody else yeah and get your paper man what was it the talk yep. and all them other folks out there mm-hmm so yep go get your paper you and plus you need the money just because like she had to deal with raven simone like some of these bubbleheads these oh, fucking on, cons- these stupid ass conservative and blonde women right. they bring on there every every like on, year ignorant. yeah like good yeah. for you whoopie uh let's see what other oh so chris rock might have cheated on his wife with carrie washington when they filmed i think i love my wife i was saying that first of all well dude go ahead rod sorry i just gotta say first of all i think i love my wife she hate me carrie washington peak carrie washington like Uh it don't get no better than that like i still watch scandal because as just like a homage to peak carrie washington you know what i'm saying like it's not even yeah peak no more like but whoo you paying your tithes right you know i'll never forget where i came from is what i'm saying okay <laughs> yeah. even dude even going back like save the last dance yeah carrie washington mm. she was cute like she's a pretty like she's like, okay right. this girl's pretty she's in a movie but my god what was that 2006 right that 2007 she, 2007 mm-hmm. like god like like she, she just was, blossomed I mean, you know what i mean it was like she's you, still she, she was so fine in 2007 it made me go back and like now wait what, what else is she in because you know like i have to i have to catalog the change i had to catalog the change scientifically you know what i'm saying we need to someone need to keep a, a track of this arc man because she oh man like like every like that's the thing the whole plot to i think my love i think i love my wife hinges on the fact that every dude watching the movie was like there's no way you can't not cheat with carrie washington like it's just that's the whole plot element everybody watching the movie has to think the same thing at the same time when she's in that black lingerie which is sometimes you gotta cheat you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) the movie doesn't work unless everybody agrees you know if if, like if we all went man you better get your ass out of there it it wouldn't have worked the movie would have been trash like that's how fine she was people was like this movie's good because there's no fucking way you walk out of that room um it's an underrated movie too that's when chris rock started to uh his filmmaking started to evolve because when I got when I saw top five, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. But then it made me go back to I think I love my wife, which I was like, oh, it just didn't get enough, didn't get enough uh, credit. You know, he didn't get enough credit for that one. Oh yeah, yeah, Chris. Uh, I like when he kind of delves into shit like love and relationships and stuff like that. Like, uh, but I, you know, for me personally, I still think his best movie is Pootie Tang. So, um, crim- criminally <laughs> underrated. Uh, but uh yeah man I, uh the the fair affairs alleged have gone on for like six months uh of course chris and carrie didn't respond for comment uh request for comment i don't know why they would uh i think this is all a lot of this started because chris has been talking about his divorce and uh infidelity um during the mm-hmm. time that he was married and so now people are trying to trace back like who are these women who who is he sleeping with um yeah now so you know it's a 
total blackout tour. I'm I'm gonna try to see him when he comes to the Garden in December. Oh yeah, uh, I know Randolph and Andy and Petey had already have already seen. Petey saw him twice, and uh, yeah, so he's they say he's uh, killing it. Yeah, so shout out to Petey, man. He be hating on Kendrick sometimes. Petey, calm down, bro. If you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> getting a little too getting a little too carried away all right i don't know man like i i've been following that guy for like what eight years seven eight years now yeah. like it's he can't help it if he's i mean shit well if you if you just want to break down the last three like quote-unquote proper albums i mean he he hasn't missed I, but, right know. i'm just saying just let's calm it down on the kendrick uh hate all right guys i get it's, it's cool to hate on what's popular now but y'all be taking it too far drake is right there being sorry okay he is right there for y'all to hate and y'all just <laughs> skip right over that nigga and come right to kendrick kendrick ain't do nothing to you anyway yeah. um yeah apparently uh he says i was a piece of shit during his marriage uh to malak compton rock uh revealing they cheated with three women one famous one semi-famous and one member of the retail class uh he oh, was, shit, was retail? <laughs> i guess i'm a member of that class retail class you know like i guess uh maybe working at behind the counter at the jewelry store okay. or something i don't know he was cheating on his wife with carrie when they would film it i think i love my wife about him ironically having fantasies of cheating on his wife um <clears throat> that went on for a while for like six months and she found out there's no gray area the alleged affair took place in 2007 the same year washington broke off her three-year engagement to actor david moscow the scandal star has been married to nfl player mondia asamoah uh for since 2013 with whom she shares a three-year-old daughter and a six-month-old son uh was previously reported that carrie began dating her husband when she starred in a broadway play called race which premiered in 2009 did you see that chris i did not all right just checking i heard it was good though david mamet play uh separate source told page six that rock's marriage was rocky when the cheating admission was just part of his routine i took it as a joke when he says he cheated with a famous person he even says he cheated with a member of destiny child but not beyonce they said uh he was friends with carrie around that time they did the movie together he was also separated from malak at the time uh they were all off and on a lot during their marriage it was a rocky situation um and he's currently in a relationship with 33-year-old actress Megalyn Ichikon Woke. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I was hearing he was. I was hearing he was with Rosario. So no, he man. said he tried. Like it, there's oh. a Breakfast Club interview, and there's a, a Hot 97, and then there's an Angie Martinez that came out like this past week. One of them, he was saying he tried to get at Rosario, mm-hmm. but she was just like, nah yeah <laughs> he's like who wouldn't you know but, i mean hey. she is bad as fuck yeah yeah we've all seen trance yeah yeah i was trying to share i don't know how to properly share i was trying to share videos i mean not videos but uh clips of her and she's beautiful yeah she is yeah, yeah she's a pretty girl she's yeah mm-hmm. she's uh nigerian i think are you um, talking about his wife i mean his fiance is the girl he's dating now or are you talking about rosario okay the, the girl now right you talking about carrie washington karen oh you talking about carrie oh. washington from 2007 oh yeah oh. yeah i was looking up them pictures yesterday because I, I had yeah. to remind myself i wasn't sharing right i'm sorry i forgot i gotta have a whole nother window open yeah i look guys you all have the internet if you're listening to this um and you know it's also a good movie by the way so totally worth watching that movie 
um yeah. <clears throat> all the women all the women are beautiful but yeah i was i was looking at that all right i like she, i like she hate me but i felt like spike was trying to grind too many axes in that one but God, uh man. it was interesting though. classic spike got first yeah. of all look i love spike but he hate white people so much man and <laughs> he has to put it in everything and that yeah. that 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 fucking um watergate shit in that movie was so forced he ain't have nothing to do with nothing he just wanted to be like these fucking white people ain't shit man and i'm like dude what this got to do with the story have a purpose for your hating damn this shit how come y'all ain't giving me no money white people i fucking hate y'all white motherfuckers how come y'all ain't giving me no money i'm trying to make a movie you give quentin tarantino money spike don't spike me boy he be forcing it man so and like spike white all his white people as overly evil racist with no he, you know what? Like, he, there's no subterfuge. Like, it's he, just complete. Like, Michael Rappaport calling people niggers racist. You know what? He he writes comic book character angry white man. Yeah, like it's never like how quote unquote real racism is, where you're just like, damn, I think that white dude didn't give me that loan because I'm black. It's never that. It's always like these fucking niggers coming here to bank for some fucking loans. You fucking mook. You're like, I don't think that's what they <laughs> yeah, do, Spike. How, how did we get here? Not my Captain America. How the hell do we get here? <laughs> Calm it down, Spike. <laughs> Spike. Spike hate white people, man, but it's Mad. so good. I expect it now. You know Me what too. I mean? Like, I, what was that movie? If you I had? don't get it, I'm like, are you all right, Spike? Like he had the the miracle at Santa Anna. Yeah, I didn't watch yeah. that, but yeah. Like I love that movie, but there's that whole like par with the bank was just just like uh, all right, I guess just uh, white people just hate niggas. I I mean I agree with Jesus. Uh, but uh yeah also that movie was like super weird with just like it's it's a little hotepish you know what i'm saying with the the black male fantasy of even this lesbian woman type like it it was a lot it was a lot but carrie washington was fine as fuck though she was fine as fuck dog uh all right man let's get into some speaking of racism let's get into some fucking with black people guys let me play my song we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody mm-hmm. um let's see who's first up here's one a dad tells his daughter you're dead to me for going to the prom with a black man uh high school seniors philip freeman and anna hayes from lake village arc attended their school prom last week uh although the two good friends had a fantastic time anna's father didn't approve of her attending with a black student and subsequently went on a racist tirade after seeing social media uh photos of the event we are done i won't be coming to your graduation nor will i pay for your college go live with the niggers he wrote in a text message i went to prom with a black guy so that's a problem racist much she responded (laughs) she's a racist much she went with the sarcasm on daddy yes i am he admitted you're dead to me 
the verbal abuse gets worse and he even refers to her black friend as subhuman in an interview with buzzfeed news anna said that she and her father haven't had much of a relationship since her early teens when he moved when she moved in with her mom her parents divorced when she was younger she remembers her father being openly racist around her when growing up Anna's half sister on her mother's side is biracial so she finds her father's views incredibly painful so it sounded like mama had a black baby mm-hmm. and then he lost it he really lost his shit uh he has told me that if i ever dated a black guy that i will and would be dead to him i stood my ground for what i believe in so he has called me several horrible things before uh well you know i hope that this dating this dude isn't just a sign of rebellion you Correct. know because i, cause I sincere, you know i'll be sincere i hope this dude didn't just sign up to be a social media story uh um, she described feeling incredibly sad after the seeing messages and shared them with philip who subsequently posted them on facebook the photos have since gone viral with many reacting in disgust at her father's reaction i cannot believe someone would cut off their own daughter just because uh they went to prom with a person of a different race one woman commented this really upsets me uh people tend not to see racism actually exists until it affects them hence all the i can't believe we're go- still going through this post uh, I have legitimately never heard anyone outside of a documentary refer to a different race as subhuman hashtag heartbroken. Mm, these must be white people responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a lot of them don't really care. Uh, so Anna request in a Twitter note, uh, Anna requested people not contact her father's current or ex-wife. She stated that the whole point of the post is just to show that sadly in 2017 racism is still around, but hopefully people will see these messages and have a change of heart. Hmm. Who do you think her daddy voted for, I wonder? Uh, <laughs> Bernie? <laughs> I don't know. It's Bernie or Trump. Yeah, I wonder. Hmm, interesting. No, but Bernie's Jewish, though. True. Do you think, but do you think, like, people would, because people were telling, one guy was saying, oh, Bernie would have would have won. I'm like, but he's, he's Jewish. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. I don't understand how people that would be racist against black people mexicans muslims all this shit would be like but the jewish dude i'm cool with him it's different like mm-hmm. i feel like they wouldn't yeah. fuck with him either you know um mm-hmm. plus you say that to the uh cemeteries they went and kicked over the stones yeah like that neo-nazi white supremacy shit ain't like it ain't too kind to jewish people either man mm-hmm. in fact for a lot of them they number one on the list yeah and but, you know what what got me if sorry to say but when when his brother was crying at the at the at the convention i was like oh shit dog mm-hmm. like his brother was like, <laughs> like just let it go young right like that that was that was fucked up too i thought mm. wait whose brother was crying bernie brother yeah, wasn't his brother crying at the the national convention? Damn, when they I, were I doing the nomination joints. Damn, y'all y'all in the chat room, correct me if I'm wrong. But that was like, I, I was like, why? You, they know Hillary won, young. Damn, she won. Yeah, she, she won already, and he and I think it was like New Hampshire or something. He was crying, and he was still trying to vote for Bernie, and it was like, Shit. dog, Hillary got it. It's over let's get behind her and try to win this joint but it's something about it's something about bernie i feel like they like him more because he was the alternative to hillary than they than they actually like bernie and and they might be able to you know get somewhere with this socialism shit if they kind of go back to the ground and build up a new candidate um that's not Mm -hmm. bernie 
like i could see them figuring a way to make that work um because it's just not gonna be bernie man like he old yeah. he he already has some hang-ups around race black people don't fuck with him mm-hmm. uh which mm-hmm. is a huge problem if y'all trying to take over the democratic party right. so and it ain't because we not educated right so it's gonna have to be somebody else and i know that they just had a couple of local elections where democratic socialists won so mm-hmm. you know there's possible that maybe they can do something with these younger folks i think that would be the smart way to go because i think the bloom is off the rose for bernie with a lot of america and his comments about coddling these white races working class people um have just totally turned off uh, a lot of black people that you know are democrats and a lot of even a lot of people that are black and socialists i started seeing them turn on him a little bit so you know i don't i just don't think it's gonna happen for him but it's still the the ideas are possible but it's just gonna take a person that can speak to race and speak to black people better than he can in my opinion yeah uh anyway zero to a hundred for this uh father that don't want her uh his daughter dating no black people oh 100 100 right. what about you chris 100 all right i gotta give it 100 as well so say we all um yes jules was dropped from two toronto events after a controversial tweet and who was the this okay yes jules is a social media influencer named jules goddard uh more commonly known as yes jules y-e-s-j-u-l-z uh she's mostly famous for being a white woman with a big old ass okay that's why i don't know nothing about her okay yeah yeah i never and i'm surprised that i didn't know i haven't heard of her right you normally you know she don't rap so that's why we never heard of her so i guess uh i ain't heard of her since since friday chris ain't you ain't subscribed to pog.com i'm surprised i'm surprised um you don't get the you don't get the weekly alerts the weekly mail now i don't i don't know if that's true i don't even know if that's a site although how oh, could it not, not be how could it not be a site? Is a site if it ain't a site buy that earl chris you might want it to is. The, the home of that of the fat ass white girls exclusive hd videos of the biggest and roundest asses holy the shit biggest and, biggest and best asses in the world come to get fucked so yeah. it is it is a website it, it really, i guess it yeah it could not be yeah, um at any rate well, uh I i'm think, gonna i'm gonna bookmark that yeah save yeah. for later there you go <laughs> um but yeah she also is uh like i think she had like a sex tape that got leaked not too long ago she was trending on twitter for a little bit a couple weeks ago because she was charging fifteen thousand dollars to talk to her for 15 minutes and she was gonna give you advice on how to like whatever you wanted to talk to her about uh and people was like yeah. this is crazy any of you niggas pay this you deserve to lose your fifteen thousand dollars um well she was dropped from two upcoming appearances in toronto after a tweet of hers on thursday night was roundly criticized for using racist language women inspiring passion and purpose wipp toronto and utopia music fest both released statements on friday morning saying they would no longer be working with her for her their upcoming events the tweet in question is now deleted but you can see the picture below she she had a picture of a shirt that like a cutoff shirt and it says niggas lie a lot and she put so am i allowed to wear this shirt at the festival tomorrow or not nah, with the eye emojis uh in a series of follow-up tweets she said her intentions were misunderstood 
guys i was calling out someone who suggested i wear this t-shirt he made i clearly wouldn't wear it that was what the tweet meant sorry if i offended anyone that was and never is my intention about you buy that karen yeah i I mean i don't yeah i don't necessarily think she literally meant i'm gonna wear this shirt but clearly it wasn't about calling out whoever she didn't tag the person she didn't go this is disgusting don't send me this yeah she just said somebody sent me this shirt y'all like you're like like that's how people can read that that wouldn't include it in the original post and earlier in the in the week i think she had done an interview and in that interview she had talked about because somebody basically a white dude interviewing her of course was like well you know you're in these hip-hop circles and you know i mean technically you you probably could be given an n-word pass and he she was like well a lot of people don't know that like uh her girl was in the background was like a lot of people don't know that she's half puerto rican so you know she could say it and just was like yeah i could say it but you know i just don't or whatever and i'm like girl girl come you know you are a white woman and you know your ass can if you say that shit you will get dragged from here to motherfucking the mayflower and the puerto rican history with america is different no ma'am yeah so yeah that both both uh places took her off of their um uh shit uh replacing her with another cause speaking i mean which is amazing right because this woman and i mean no offense to her she didn't really have any talent necessarily mm, that's why we she just been making money like being associated with hip-hop and being a quote-unquote social media influencer which you know she takes pictures at concerts uh people fly her out because she has a lot of followers on snapchat and shit people fly her out just to be like she was here you know she got pictures hugged up with all these black men rappers and shit she said some yeah. shit in the past that was a little bit dicey about black women the way black women look at you when they see you, you with a black man they be hating on you and shit like that mm, it's not that it's the fact that a lot of black women built exactly like your ass and do the same shit you do but they're not white and, so they're not getting and i follow most of those black women mm-hmm. i do <laughs> so you know that you should see up. my instagram it's it's really oh, yeah. embarrassing yeah, my instagram and snapchat be lit i can't I get gonna lie. i can't get famous my my instagram look like drake instagram <laughs> I think she, I think she, I think she just, I don't think she meant no harm, but I think she just flew too close to the sun. Icarus. She was, she was, yeah, she was on some Icarus shit where she just kind of like, just, just stay in your lane, make your money, do your thing. You don't have to, you don't have to be provocative. You was, you was doing all right. Who is this black guy that she's with? This guy, like she's sitting at these basketball games with him. I don't, some nigga. Hey man, that's the thing. Like I blame white girls evolving Twitter you know like them brothers that be giving white women props for the men which we're doing the bare minimum like one dude like one dude flew in like like superman was like yesterday and he's some famous dj something and he had a whole lot of twitter like followers got the check mark and he was like y'all just want to be mad at something y'all ain't say nothing when she was helping them kids in haiti and i was like so does everybody that help people in haiti get to call people nigga like what's the rule like is that is that is that a thing like i donated enough guys come on like get the fuck out of here man just be like she fucked up and leave it alone it ain't if it's really not that big a deal just let it go because honestly nobody ever gets canceled the only way that she'll really be injured by this is the fact that her brand was her proximity to blackness right you know what i mean so if you you know you have to treat black people like a constituency that deserves some respect you can't just be out here 
playing fast and loose man because you know like you wouldn't she put it this way if you were big time in hollywood you wouldn't tweet out some anti-semitic shit and then be like uh can i say this <laughs> guys people would be like cancel her that's it rap uh yeah. anyway uh zero to 100 karen i'm gonna she get all right so no jewels is what you're saying Mm-mm, no okay. jewels all right what about is you chris got a z on it she was about to buy I'm nbc a- I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say 95 because she's got a nice ass. All right, yeah, you had to grade on the curve. White girls are on the curve. I, I, I had curve. to I had to throw on a little bit of a cape. Yeah, yeah. Chris didn't Chris didn't put on a full Superman suit, but he went in and took off his took off his tie in the booth. Yeah, he took off his tie. Thought about, started, thought about taking off the shirt. Was like, nah, I keep the shirt on. Uh, y'all can't see it unless you watch this live. But he did this new. He didn't, like, he didn't fully, he didn't fully put on a cape, but he definitely was like, well, shit, I, he untightened it, like, you know, if she fuck up again, I just take the shirt off. Oh, man, that's fucked she, up. She, she, she took a selfie with, like, just half of her, like, a Nirvana cutoff shirt, and you could see, like, the under boob, and I'm like, okay, maybe she really didn't mean <laughs> I mean, she twerking in this video. I mean, think about it. I mean, she did take a picture with with uh, Ray Shremmen. So, right. I, I mean, mean, how racist well, could she be? All I these niggas want to fuck her. Yeah, I don't even know who Ray Shremmen is. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody, when I, somebody in the chat room did, I think, mentioned Katy Perry because Katy Perry said something. We uh, talked about her last about, week. Queen, she said some shit like she called some rappers some niggas or something she it was some yeah it was some okay so she did two things one uh by the way 100 uh all right so she did two things one she um uh first she's she dyed her hair black and somebody on her she was going like instagram or snapchat live and somebody was like oh you cut your hair off oh i missed the blonde hair whatever and she was like oh you miss it you miss it what do you miss obama too (laughs) like trying to be funny nobody laughed right which is funny because she was at the women's march and she also has those wow. conservative those conservative uh trump supporting family parents, pa- yeah. parents that disowned her for a little bit so, and she was like well no matter what guys you need to come together because we all need to go to thanksgiving it's like no your racist family needs you to go to thanksgiving like my family not like that um and then so then another a dude came out that's like a dj or something and he talked about when she hung out with them in paris a few a couple years ago and he had tweets from back then when he had brought this up but he was like yeah Katy perry was around us calling us niggas and shit thinking it was a joke thinking it was funny and we told her several times like yo cut that shit out it's really not funny and she just kept up with the all niggas niggas in paris all my niggas and shit like that so that's what she caught the heat from yeah man the bar you know you know how it is black dudes we will lower the bar if we think we can fuck you that's really all that is why do these titty white women and big asses just messing up and eh, it's because niggas lower the bar man you know what i'm saying like we just don't do that for white dudes you know ain't no white dude yeah, that we like like we, there's no story about like remember that time matthew mcconaughey got real comfortable like there's no story like that because they know that we would <laughs> we would evacuate that motherfucker right up out of the uh black spear for that shit yeah. he but, got a black don't he got a black baby uh brown i thought and his wife like brown. some type of brown i'm just you know yeah. my point being 
you know i know i know you, you them I niggas know. can hang out but this it's different rules like white dudes have different rules because you know it's always some brother that's like maybe if i stand up for she give me some pussy and mm-hmm. that dude yeah. that dude can't wait to hop in front of them bullets like no no you will <laughs> not you will not do this to this good white woman she helped the kids in haiti okay um ashley graham that fine thick model you guys know her uh yes i didn't know she had a black she got a black husband she do got a black cousin man she's latina um even though her last name is graham a lot of people you know try to fight her on that but she is latina and uh she talked about the first time her family met her husband uh brought justin home to nebraska now i should probably mention justin is black and that i didn't grow up around many black people the sum total what i learned about african-american culture in school was martin luther king jr rosa parks and the underground railroad this was more than my mom knew she didn't even see a black person in real life till she was 18 years old i never told justin any of this i never told my grandparents that the man i was bringing home was black what kind of get out bullshit was this yeah, a lot of times people think that's cool. That's not cool. They got to know in advance because that becomes a problem. Well, listen, Karen, if her dad could have voted for Obama a third time, he would have, okay? Mm, you better run. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he got there and that, that field hand was there, top of the line, one of a kind. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know if i'm dating you and and we have another race i'm like they know i'm black you tell me no that, that that might actually be the end of the relationship because you don't even love me enough to let them know that i'm not of the race Mm-mm. she said i naively hoped everyone would be colorblind which is not what happened when my grandparents met justin my grandmother was cordial but cold she greeted him and immediately walked away when i came when it came time for them to leave my grandparents didn't even acknowledge him instead my grandmother looked me in the eye with justin standing beside me and said tell that guy i said goodbye I had never seen my loving, hardworking, and wonderful grandma be so hurt and so racist. I was in shock. Mm. You know what's funny is even in that you can't, she can't divorce the I because your grandma, she, she has to my loving, hardworking, wonderful grandma because it's, it's you can't just be like my grandma is a racist piece of shit now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so uh he did mention that he was disappointed though not at all shocked by her family's racist behavior noting that her grandma probably only knew black men through bs she's seen on tv right when ashley's grandparents 60th wedding anniversary came around he called to, to congratulate them his her grandma in particular has loved him ever since yeah i wonder if they got any kids too because that'll change them too sometimes it, for some reason that breaks a lot of older people right they be like, yeah. i hate these niggers what look at this little adorable brown baby it's different now yeah. all right most, t- of the, most of the babies are dope you're right karen they look great so you can't you know mm-hmm. people be racist today see them little mixed babies and they just try to come around people so weird man anyway zero to 100 karen oh 100 for her for not telling telling her his family and preparing them for the shot don't do this people uh chris uh 98 because i just started following her on instagram and she is a looker she is fine she is fine yeah like i don't know if her grandparents are white or like how her what her racial mix is or whatever Mm -hmm. because i know there's also anti-blackness in the latino mm. faction sometimes yes it is um, yep. 
so yep. it you know it could be a george lopez situation or something like that i don't know but for me personally you know she is fine enough for me to give it a try like sad but i'll be up in there like ah, he only called me nigga once i don't know if i should leave yet you know she's fine as fuck yeah. anyway a yeah. hundred hundred for her hundred for her grandmama all the motherfuckers get a hundred because that's a lot of people's nightmare right there uh <laughs> all right we get a hundred we get an hour and 20 minute limits on these sessions i gotta go to the next session chris i'm gonna invite you right back on screen and just take a minute give, give her okay a, give me a second um yeah they yeah. went the full get out right i know a shit. lot of people think that's cute and cool but that shit ain't cute and cool you need to let somebody know that i'm mm-hmm. not of the ethnicity right because if it's a problem let me know up front because i don't have no problem ending the relationship because it ain't that important to me it's also weird that people uh, assume that their folks must not be racist right. because it's just never come up you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that's a weird assumption to just be like well obviously they're not racist we've never they've never had a situation where they talked about black people although we've never had them in our house we never met we never uh i've never dated anybody they've never had a friend come over that was of a different race right that shit matters to black and brown people Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, like that's a deal breaker people try to act like well i'm post-racial everybody else is not dog it don't work like that yeah so uh at any rate though um let's alexis see. somebody said alexis Bledel is latina who is uh gilmore girls chick oh i don't watch that show i'm sorry she was on mad i mean maybe know, she, she latino like uh that girl in the that was the love interest in slight you know we're like uh, she is latina but you know you 99 percent of people looking at her would just think she was a white girl mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah so it could be that too um <clears throat> let's see uh any more sism to talk about are you gonna do white people news oh we're gonna do it you know i wouldn't okay. get you. you think i would get you on here and not give you what you need yeah, yeah. brother that, um, i think that's one of my favorite recently newish mm-hmm. segments I got you, man. Um, yes, can you had a story about what is the stupid stuff that Miley Cyrus said? I seen something about uh, her floating around. Oh yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! I oh, was, I didn't. I, I thought you was gonna cover. I didn't. No, know. no, no. I, I okay. literally forgot. I, I thought I saved it and fucking. I must have lost it. Um, uh, Miley Cyrus is done with hip hop. Says she can't listen to it anymore because it's too misogynistic. Uh, which every black person that from the time that she was twerking them little struggle uh twerks all of us were like yeah no shit you like we knew we knew this was happening you know like you can go and film and sit in the corner and you can go film a series with woody allen Mm -hmm. which apparently is not problematic at all no problem that's that's fine uh but you know god forbid dj mustard uh say something because that that, that's too far uh yeah molly size who once dated producer with mike will made it uh wore a rubber penis and nipple pasties during the concert sang kids my neck my back on stage and dropped an entire hip-hop inspired bangers with a z album now says rap is misogynistic and gross after party in the usa where young molly size references playing jay-z then admittedly laid it on reveals that she has never actually heard a jay-z song before molly hooked up with mike will and found herself collaborating with the likes of juicy j french montana pharrell williams and wiz khalifa she was name dropped in rap songs from migos to jay-z himself 
who she was credited for making twerking quote-unquote mainstream a few years and a beef with Nicki minaj later miley says she's putting some distance between herself and hip-hop yeah she want to be white again she want that white money that was hannah montana karen she yeah. was always happy mm-hmm. yeah that, and that's the thing all you gotta do is wow. dip, your, dip yourself in the water and let that brown and tan wash off of you and all of a sudden you white again yeah i saw a picture of marky mark in some malcolm x gear the other day and i was like i didn't even remember what? that happening yeah you never seen that picture Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. bruh Man. i seen that picture marky mark out he was As in malcolm x bruh I, okay i'm gonna have to put it in the chat for y'all he was literally in malcolm x gear um and and yeah i i had in that picture before i don't know what the fucking context was but you know knowing we know about mark Wahlberg now is pretty ironic um to to say the least um oh i see is it he's got like the by any means necessary shirt with the cross colors that's him bro <laughs> i'm looking right? at it now right oh man boston uh. strong you guys <laughs> oh, oh, then he went on, right then he went on to make uh a whole lot of movies about saving the world from brown people so uh <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna play he's gonna play the guy that said nigger at the called uh what's my man alex jones a nigger and then Peter, Br- I, every time something bad happens now, I just say Mark Wahlberg's gonna, make gonna play the guy that had, had to deal with the Pepsi commercial. Like, right, as, like oh, I fucking love it. Like as long as good, as long as a white person was involved in uh, twelve to eighteen months gonna be moving. getting uh, as long as a white person was involved in fixing whatever it was, he gonna uh, he gonna get the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, He's trying to cue it up. Yeah, I'm bringing it up now. Uh, but that's the thing though this isn't new to us to black people Mm -hmm. like no you can almost see this shit coming from a mile away um that the you know these people are gonna like dabble in blackness for a short amount of time as long as it benefits them Mm -hmm. yeah well i mean same thing i'm saying the same thing like to make money and shit they're gonna dabble in it for a short amount of time and then eventually they'll leave it behind because it was just a marketing ploy the same way that miley cyrus pulling her titties out and wearing a cock on stage and mm-hmm. having the to, black women bounce and jiggle around her yeah and when she was like i didn't i just got them because i like twerking i didn't think it's because they were black um the same way what? that yep that's him the cross colors <laughs> by any means necessary malcolm x shirt uh mark Wahlberg the guy who you know threw rocks at asian people and black people as a kid i wonder if that was around the same time that he was throwing rocks at black people and asian people in boston the most not racist city on earth uh because i mean i mean it's anomaly because you know boston is so not racist it's almost like reverse racism how not racist they are Mm -hmm. yep uh she says but i also love that kendrick new song show me something natural like asses and stretch marks she explained in an interview i love that because it's not come sit on my dick suck on my cock i can't listen to that anymore that's what pushed me out of the hip-hop scene a little it was and too the much fact that you wouldn't flames no more so you know you know ain't ain't like this happened when you was hot this well, well i don't know who considered her hot but when you know white people consider you hot for nigga shit now since they don't you going you like fuck it uh it was too much Lamborghini got my rolex got my girl on my cock i'm so not that i know she couldn't have been 
she couldn't have really dated a black man she says cock and we know that's not <laughs> that's not how it's not our word okay that's our word right that's white people's word because i mean when i first started i was like cock what's a cock like i thought i was thinking chicken what the fuck is this? I feel like the only black person that says cock and means it is uh Randy Moss. I, I can see him saying it. Yeah, right. He got that kind of <laughs> he got that kind of swag. Yeah. That girl oh, gonna take goodness. this cock. <laughs> take <laughs> take that cock, dog. I can see him doing I, I it. I believe you, sir. But but nobody else. No other black nobody people talk else. like yeah. that. Yeah, like I said, it's, that's, it's, <laughs> that's so random, but I believe probably true yeah me yeah he's the only one yeah on balls east work man me and justin stone across there i was like yo i, I bet randy moss say cock he just seemed like that type of nigga they go fly fishing and say cock man um my which which oh which which if you take it another level is even more amazing because i know for i know and all with all my being i believe uh motherfucking jason williams white chocolate say dick you know so yeah. and they was they went to the same high school and was best friends mm-hmm. like i feel like randy say cock and jason j will say dick for sure dog you can't tell me otherwise man oh shit uh, oh <laughs> man i'm done with you rock there's <laughs> like six people that oh, get those shit. get that joke uh it's mind-boggling to me that there was even a controversy around me having black dancers um that became a thing where people said i take advantage of black culture and with mike uh what the fuck that wasn't true those were the dancers i liked she said this is when she was defending that on her bangers album Mm -hmm. uh she says her new album will be political slash rootsy a completely different sound from bangers rootsy what the fuck going back to whiteness man yeah you know, says you, you can't benefit no more niggas like you not hot no more right so i mean she was never hot to me but somebody put her up there so yep so which is funny because people are like you know well the rap music is misogynistic and like you know that ain't the fucking point dog like why we always got to find an angle to agree with some bullshit why can't we just be like obviously this girl don't care about that rap shit she made her money and and that's it like she don't she's out of it now because it ain't serving her no more and trump's america is easier to go back to fucking country music and and get that love again yeah that's where the bread is at right right bread is at, and she's uh past the phase of i'm a woman y'all i'm a woman here's my ass here's my pussy like a lot of people who are in that preteen disney area they like want to break where they're like i wanted you to know particular for some reason women i don't know why men don't go through this because they are uh, men stars that they know deal with disney these other platforms but they're like hey, i got proof to you i'm a woman so it comes to the point where they these gimmicks and, and that don't work for long yep so there you guys go guys uh zero to 100 karen oh, 100 fucker. karen's going with 100 all right what about you chris uh she doesn't have a bigger enough ass for me to give her in the 90s so i'll say 100 yeah yeah she gotta ask some she gotta at least get ass injections or something uh yeah because i'm not even tugging at the i'm not tugging at my tie knot for this hell mm-hmm. no and and i'm plus i'm more of a wizards of waverly place kind of guy anyway than mm-hmm. than Hannah montana that's what we always said about you uh all right and for yep. me i give it 100 as well um you know which is which sad because it's not like i'm outraged i'm just like it's at this point it's like giving somebody a hundred because they you know 
got did a good dunk in the dunk contest but i'm not shocked i'm just like yeah of Wait, course. Can, can i can i ask you guys this do you think if i got a couple movies or if I, my status rose a little bit more that i could take selena gomez away from the weekend i doubt it i'm sorry fuck man. i'm sorry bro his ocean will be always crashing on her land mm-hmm um so i i mean that justin bieber says it's all just for show anyway so maybe it's a fake romance maybe you got an affair or something maybe we'll see all right guys time for white people news let me play the song today's song is a cover of solange's cranes in the sky no (laughs) i didn't realize that what the fuck that was When is she gonna start singing? I tried to drink it away. I tried to put one in the air. I tried to dance it away. I tried to change you with my hair. That blonde hair. I ran my credit card in love. My parents gonna pay it off, though. Thought a new dress would make Get it better. better. I tried to work it away. Mm-hmm. But that just made me even sadder. sadder. I tried to keep myself busy. busy. I ran around in circles till I made myself dizzy. I slept it away. I sexed it, it away. away. I read it away. Away, away, away. Rod's backing her up. Away, 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 away. I disapprove. Away, 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 away. But it's like cranes in the sky. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes I don't want to feel those metal. Come through, Becky. Yeah, it's like cranes in the sky. Rod's actually harmonizing with her. Like Rod's gonna go on tour. All right, that's enough for you guys. Uh, I'm sure, you're all satisfied. Um, <clears throat> time to talk about white people news okay now of course it's very difficult to get straight into white people news without talking about what white people did this country so we definitely had to talk about that y'all's man and this trump administration first all right guys all right uh first of all the house passed a bill that affects overtime pay mm-hmm. do you get paid for overtime work well your ass might not know more apparently they passed a bill the house of representatives uh that instead of paying you a time and a half for overtime mm-hmm. companies will have the option to pay you and pay time off i want no goddamn pay time off so they can I'm be sorry. like uh your check gonna still be the same even though you work 60 hours but tell you what we'll give you an extra day off as opposed to giving you mm. that time and a half money and you know what for a lot of people i'm not working it like 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 if my job does this 
nah i'm not working overtime i'm good i am good i'm taking my black ass home if my pay gonna be the same you're not getting a fucking extra minute off of me mm. so you just not gonna have no job mm. i mean i mean overtime which means it's over and above the normal requirement okay i don't know if they give you that i think the company is the one that has the option yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying if my job does this and something mm-hmm. happens and, and they it, ask you to work overtime i'm saying no because so what sh- if they make it mandatory and then they pay you time they pay you in time off i'm just gonna be mad then the uh well i'll find see if i can find a cover of uh and of mad right, by find, a white woman and, and finding another job uh no, congressional exemption from the gop the congress is exempt from they that stupid ass health care plan they passed right so now the thing was oh the obamacare thing congress had to have the obamacare which is how you know the obama administration was making sure that these motherfuckers would be somewhat uh reasonable and invested in the health care because it was like this is what y'all got too and now they don't have to do that they can they can opt out of this health care that's good enough for the rest of you fucking americans but not us um so uh yep republicans just repealed an obama rule to help workers save for retirement uh the rule was not particularly controversial when obama issued it even some conservative state officials defended the rule and lobby republicans not to scrap it saying a repeal would complicate their own programs and make it harder for workers to save for retirement Mm -hmm. but of course uh they don't want that because obama's name was on it so they had to take that off right that's all all this is is just when people say erasing his legacy i don't think people really understand what erasing his legacy means the only interest group that cared to see it go was wall street of course which is funny because people swear this nigga just is belongs to wall street wall street is very interested in getting a lot of his laws and regulations from his administration off the fucking books right cause it, it seems him. very interesting for people that are uh, that accuse him of being a plutocrat and uh what oligarch and all this shit that they called them and then it's like damn it seemed like a lot of the stuff the work being erased is to save corporations insurance companies wall street firms like uh mm-hmm. hmm, interesting interesting because he's trying to run it like a business because that's all that he knows and and then people are getting upset it's like well this is who y'all voted for and like i don't and it and part of it is the 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 erasure of what Obama put forth. So it's it's just it's affecting everybody. Got that black up. ass name on it, right? Because mm-hmm. the, and that's the thing about racism. I just said this, and racism is so illogical that racism will risk its own death uh, because that's how dedicated they are to the racism. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Nope. Uh, under the GLP health plan, sexual assault could be a, considered a pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, also PTSD from sexual assault, a bunch of shit like diabetes, uh, yeah. pregnancy, and a lot of the shit affects men and women, but a lot of it affects women. Right. But like somebody brought up, where is C-section? Yeah, see, a lot. Vi- Viagra is covered under the new uh healthcare plan, right? Uh, erectile dysfunction. Why mm-hmm. is not a pre-existing uh, condition? Like, right. like a lot of this shit uh, affects men and women, but the bulk of it affects women, like. When, when the last time you you seen a man, a man with a c-section right you know and that's just from a lot for, for, for women have c-sections for various different reasons but the biggest one is from having a baby mm-hmm. you know pregnancy it is gonna go fall back on that pre-existing because it's like for some reason care for women is a lot higher than care for men <laughs> so they like anything that affects a woman we're trying to chop it and get rid of it yep 
um so that's the thing now uh women might have to choose between talking about being sexually assaulted or getting the health care in some states possibly so yeah and then um one of these motherfuckers went on tv in front of a room full of white folks because now they mad you know that i'm glad you joined the boat hopefully you'll stay but i know as soon as you get the shit you want you're going back on a racism boat again but i'm glad you're here temporarily but anyway um a lot of them were mad and that dude talking about don't nobody die from not having enough health care and i and the room erupted i was like what the fuck are you talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yes people die when people have to make a choice you're gonna have a lot of people that's gonna opt not to have it and like i told roger yesterday it's gonna boil back to how it was before we had this well the number one reason people were filing for bankruptcy was medical bills yep yeah it's, it seems like it's their way of thinning the herd the more that I think about it it's just right like it's just like well if you don't have it you're just gonna fucking die and right and when you tell them it. that don't nobody want to believe that but yes you're telling people that we don't give a fuck and you're going to die yeah people didn't want to like cause the thing with the Obamacare shit was in his mind it was well you'll have these premiums and shit but the next president when people see how how this plan is much more helpful than just not having insurance um people will realize we need this the next president should be voted in as a democrat just on the fact that the basis that people need health care among other progressive things that we've done in this administration and that president will push this progress forward and hopefully make it so we get single payer at some point and uh yeah it's never gonna happen probably now so um it wasn't correct me if i'm wrong guys it it wasn't the uh, obamacare synonymous with what mitt romney was doing in massachusetts it was and even mitt romney was like no it's not good for the nation just just for my my people and my shit this in my state we should let states do it but not everybody should not do it and the thing about (laughs) it is that uh all this shit all these ideas were republican ideas but for some reason Uh a nigga can't get credit for it so we gotta erase it and they're gonna replace it with nothing and that's the thing they didn't have anything to replace it with so they're like we're just gonna scrap your shit and replace it with nothing right or if we do bring some shit back it ain't gonna be all the shit that you have now right um all right let's get into the good white people news okay guys all right we've we've done enough alanis morissette's ex-manager is headed to prison for stealing millions Woo! isn't that ironic don't you think Mm -hmm. uh i would say it is ironic because much like that song it's unfortunate come on but it's not ironic uh a hollywood accountant <laughs> is bound for federal prison after he used access to his famous client's money as a personal atm jonathan todd schwartz 48 was sentenced wednesday to six years in prison for embezzling millions That's from all? a celebrity roster of clients that included singer songwriter elanis morissette wait what do you mean that's all how long should a nigga go to prison for this i don't know death sentence for it's just some money it'll be all right people really (laughs) my dad told me your money and people think my my dad told me a long time ago he was like listen if you want to go to jail for a short period of time you better off killing a black person than taking some white people money uh so i don't live by them rules i say if you can get these fools i don't think you should have to go away forever okay i didn't say forever six years a long time yeah 
you stole a lot of money how much how much uh how much should he should it do be can what'll make you feel better i don't know what the number is you don't need another number Mm-mm. so if i would just said 10 years you would have been like mm, that's fine Oh, yeah. I okay, so ten. All right. Well, he going for six. A Canadian, the Canadian <laughs> singer's former business manager admitted to stealing nearly five million from her over a four-year period as part of a Ooh. scheme to fund his lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. In addition to Morissette, he embezzled more than one million from an unnamed entertainer and nearly eight hundred thousand from another client. Appearing at Schwartz Sentencing on Wednesday, Morissette. Damn, she showed up. You know she was mad. <laughs> oh, I would have showed up too she came to the court i see you girl get them coins uh she told the u.s district court judge dolly m gee that the uh former accountant stole from her in a long drawn out calculated sinister manister manner manner when initially confronted about the irregularities of morissette's accounts schwartz lied and said the funds were an investment in an illegal marijuana growing operation Schwartz, at the time a certified public accountant at los angeles gso business management llc withdrew funds from morissette account morissette's accounts uh then reported them as sundry personal expenses to her employer he would pick up the money himself or have it delivered to his office with the resulting bank statements also going to gso rather than to his clients gso subsequently sent financial statements to clients based on the falsified information provided by schwartz after schwartz malfeasance came to light gso fully cooperated with the fbi and the irs investigation into his actions right, they didn't have anything to do with that and also with uh with extra promovers uh, uh license I'm, I'm sure that's part of it yeah um, i said that better be part of the deal that's a given right but you don't ever know you got a lot of doctors out here fucking up and they're going like we suspended him but he can still keep his license he also uh falsified 2012 tax return and acknowledged that he owed nearly two million of that ill-gotten gain to the irs yeah i'm showing mm. up too because that's my machine never getting back nope uh, i agree um that's you know what it's like rain when it uh on your wedding day sometimes um let's see what else happened in white people news um princess charlotte had her second birthday and it was marked with a new royal painting a royal picture yeah they took a picture of her um and uh it's like instagram to the stars you know Mm mm-hmm um london a new family photo of princess charlotte the youngest child of britain's prince william and duchess kate was released monday to mark her second birthday it was i'm putting it on screen uh it was taken by the duchess herself as the family's country home in norfolk england um and it shows let me see what it says oh wait they said they were very pleased to share the photograph as they celebrate charlotte's Aww, second birthday she's so precious ain't she look at that little monarch their royal highness would like to thank <laughs> everyone for lovely messages they have received and hope that everyone enjoys this photograph of princess charlotte as much as they do the princess whose birthday is tuesday was named charlotte elizabeth diana in tribute to both her late grandmother diana princess of wales and her grandmother queen elizabeth ii her older brother prince george is third in line to the british throne he will start school in september i look at this picture with prince george and prince charlotte oh princess charlotte i mean that was in 2015 uh william and kate who are formerly known as duke and duchess of cambridge will be spending more time in london after william leaves his job as an air ambulance helicopter pilot later this year itv news reported he will devote more time to his royal duties i want to do he really be working at that job i want to know what it means to devote more time to your royal duties what are those 
Mm-hmm. Damn, right you know he don't be going out for no calls probably just like it's they probably pr shit what'd you say chris i'm sorry probably gotta make appearances and stuff but then right. probably don't be doing shit man they got man. the i christian this building in the name of england shit like that like ribbon cutting I ceremonies. christen this panera bread right <laughs> <laughs> let me cut the ribbon on this target let there be shopping <laughs> uh megan kelly hits the time 100 gala with her husband mia and ronan farrell and katie Couric as she prepares to start her 15 million dollar a year nbc job megan kelly mingled with celebrities at the time 100 gala last uh tuesday uh weeks before her new nbc show begins production the former Fox News host was spotted snapping selfies with RuPaul and Leslie Jones. Uh, you know, that was black people. I need to, oh God, thank God, let's get some selfies with these black people. She still get a hundred in my book. <laughs> Things have been going bad. I, <laughs> I feel like they probably, I feel like Leslie would take a selfie with anybody. Cause that's how like she just got that kind of personality. Right. She's a nice she's like, I'll go take season. a picture with you. Right. Nice. Oh, here, look, come here, baby. Let's take this picture. You know right. what I'm well, saying? Well, no problem either um but yeah she was spotted snap seven snows i know she probably walked by so many white people to get to them though uh other celebrities showed up at the exclusive gala Rodan farrell and mia farrell was chatting with kelly and her husband for the event the 46 year old mother of three wore a fitted sparkle encrusted cognac dress with asymmetrical sleeve detailing monday a network oh, insider told the new york post page six that kelly will start working in may and that her sunday night show will premiere in june yeah, there's a rumor that her first interview will be Putin. So mm. that's her and Leslie. Leslie look like she like, ooh, no, what, what's your name, white woman? Now who is you again? Right. Yep. I think I seen you on Twitter somewhere when Black folks was mad. Who was you? Right. Uh, and then this is Leslie RuPaul and her taking a picture together. Uh, so there you guys go. And that's some other white people that's at the event. I don't know them uh all right let's go into another one let's see if we can get some oh kirk douglas is apparently out here slanging that thing on his wife over the years and his wife ain't care oh shit yeah but if they're happy you like it i love it kirk yep he never hid his dalliances hollywood icon kirk douglas who dated joan crawford and rita hayworth writes his book writes in his book that his wife uh with his wife with his wife jesus he writes the book with his wife and it's about his affairs damn huh she ain't give a fuck she like did the check keep coming or not hey for some people that's all that matters he turned 100 years old last year he's released a book of letters and reminisced with his 98 year old actress wife ann douglas the collection revealed that she's been aware of his philandering for over the 63 years of matrimony but understood it was unrealistic to expect total fidelity in a marriage I know a lot of men that are looking for this, you know. Mm-hmm. Just give me a woman I can treat <laughs> like a fool. Kirk and Ann. Did he used to play in the? Did he used to play in the NBA or something? Like, <laughs> like a shooting guard back in the day. Like you should just let him. Ironically, right. this is the plot to every uh, iteration of Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Kirk and Ann, Letters of Love, Laughter, and a Lifetime in Hollywood was released Tuesday. And people marked the occasion by running the quotes from his pages. Kirk starred in such classes as 1952's The Bad and the Beautiful, as well as 19... 19- <laughs> that made me think of Amigos. <laughs> the Bad and the Beautiful. Bad and Beautiful. 
in 1960s he starred in spartacus he's also the father of michael douglas who's 72 and writes that kirk never tried to hide his dalliances from me and the, <laughs> only white people could cheat and it still got a cool word you know what i mean dalliances, dalliances. yeah that oh like yeah a, i got i got to google that what what do you mean oh man old lady that sounds like a like beyonce if she had perfume a perfume from the italians yeah <laughs> <laughs> i buy the shit out of it too i'm the classic i've had my dalliances with several women <laughs> right oh that's just good because he did it yeah he yeah. keeps it classy he doesn't cheat on her yeah. he dallies oh this look like they was in the soap operas yeah and it was called what bad and bougie whatever you said that uh good. the bad and the beautiful what's the name of the um soap opera uh kirk never tried to hide his dalliances from me said that uh and the Hanover native has attributed her, her laissez-faire outlook on the matter to her being european so guys if you want to cheat on a woman get you a european apparently they don't give a fuck about you cheating kirk is nice. pre- yeah right kirk has previously been married from 1943 to 1951 to diana deal who had mothered his movie star son michael douglas and producer son joel douglas uh then when he when he met Anne in paris he was struck that this self-possessed beauty was very different from the women i had been involved with in hollywood since diana left me uh in the book he knows Anne wasn't neurotic like gene tierney who always insisted i arrive for our nocturnal dates by climbing the tree outside her bedroom window that that is a lot to be honest nigga could have failed and got fucked up uh offering up another bit of gossip he added she wasn't reckless like my much married oil heiress iron reisman whom i found in our bed with sydney chaplin when i came home early from the studio kirk had been engaged to italian actress pierre angeli when he met Anne, who was working in paris on the publicity for his 1953 anatole litvak directed film act of love uh ann and kirk married in 1954 they had two sons 61 year old producer peter douglas and actor eric douglas who died at 46 of an accidental overdose in 2004 kirk's movie star bedfellows were legion from joan crawford to rita hayworth to marlene dietrich uh marlene dietrich as he divulged in his kiss and tell memoir the ragman son in their new joint book ann's written kirk secured my permission before including stories of his tryst in the 1988 autobiography the ragman son and oh he needed her permission for that but not the cheating and i'm positive his candor helped me <laughs> help him make the book a major bestseller so there you guys go get you a woman that can do both <laughs> where's her dalliances mm-hmm. that's the weird part to me she wasn't fucking nobody she might have but maybe she ain't maybe she didn't tell nobody yeah she probably just couldn't fuck no famous people that's why why she can't tell she's like uh you know i fucked the pool boy jerome the gardener he was very nice uh let's see what else like like the old the old uh clippers owner you can (laughs) can take pictures with him you take pictures with him but just don't bring him in that you can't fuck him no bring him in the house (laughs) big big bad magic johnson what has he ever done for anybody well i mean he's a champion he's uh you know he's got businesses and he's got aids <laughs> he's got aids is what he's got how's that dude not dead yet donald, donald sterling's still alive he like he was on his last legs when that that shit came through it didn't even kill him 
nope you're gonna take well, a little bit more than that date night robert pattinson keeps things casual in a beanie and a blazer as he takes his fiance fka twigs to celebrity hotspot craigs oh shit okay. i know they got i know they got engaged good for her good for them i didn't know they had is this in la yep los angeles okay i was because i was about to say if this was in the uk i didn't know they had Craig. a soul food spot called craig's right i about to say craig sound lit i do like that fka you know, twigs bringing this nigga to craig's you know what i'm saying like yeah <laughs> that's just hilarious are we going to craig's tonight right to- <laughs> would you like some collard greens <laughs> uh yeah the cute couple was seen down in that celebrity hot spot craig's in west hollywood pattinson 30 was dressed down in a shirt whilst twigs 29 wore a pretty dress and of course fk twigs is a singer and pattinson is uh the nigga from twilight the white dude oh was this the one that they 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 was racist towards her his fans because he broke up he broke up with uh what the fuck is that non-acting plain-faced white girl kristen stewart kristen stewart he broke up with kristen stewart or they broke up really she was cheating on him with a director of that snow white terrible movie Mm -hmm. and so and now she's like uh she's uh i think she's like like bi now or gay now or something uh yeah but she's like on some whole other shit at this point but even with that happening even with kristen stewart moving on being like i'm into women now i'm not fucking with this dude his fans was being racist towards fka twig like y'all broke up this couple you nigger bitch you're like jesus yeah he had to come out and say something that's sad man when the white man gotta come out and be like really guys can you calm down on the schism against my girl right Mm-mm-mm. you're high yellow nigger right <laughs> I mean, anyway i love your album but <laughs> you broke up a white couple uh <laughs> yeah the twilight actor wore chinos gray jack chinos and a gray jacket and a black beanie to complete his laid-back look his fiance twigs real name to uh talia debrett barnett styled her raven tresses in plaits and added a pair of chic sunglasses to her attire oh yeah she is look she looking good this she coordinated suspenders on the dress the thing this choker on her neck look at this shit she flies fuck she's pretty lucky ass white man you better make sure they don't be racist to her come find you uh she also wore a very unique elaborate choker necklace and some dangle earrings to edge up her look uh the talented musician showed up showed off her piercing above her lip uh whilst also flaunting her many rings and accessories the engaged couple looked smitten as they kept close while leaving through the back door of the restaurant the couple rarely speak about their romance although fka has said the public attention that romance has garnered is 100 percent worth it um she told the observer back in 2014 that side of my life the paparazzi is nothing to do with me that's like that is the side of life of the man that i love because that is the opposite of who i am as a person and it was weird then i had to sit back and have a conversation with myself i had to say that is something really horrible that is something really horrible no not horrible i don't find it horrible it's something that's very challenging i look uncomfortable because i am uncomfortable but then it's like is this person in my life worth that and yes he is without question in comparison to how happy i am and how i feel with him he is 100 percent worth it oh secure the bag sis secure the bag uh so that was their date night uh double denim emma roberts opts for edgy 
jean look as she poses with her on and off boyfriend evan peters as star-studded benefit event uh emma roberts showed off her cute and quirky side on saturday evening you guys may know her from the show scream queens didn't didn't see that one no no chris you see scream Scream queens i tried to watch it i I just wasn't good i just know nisha nash was in it well she's a white star i think chris would be on it um she posed with her i like to yeah oh god sorry no 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 you got it go ahead she she all right she's cute you know she's Mm -hmm. she's straight all right well you know what i I just saw this i you know rod you know i saw the circle uh Mm, a couple days ago i saw that yeah uh emma 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 what's the other emma girl harry potter girl hermione got a fatty um emma watson that's the wrong person emma a little bit yeah emma Watson. i know this ain't this is robert sorry i was thinking of the other emma but yeah yeah i'm sorry so wait, Emma Watson, Mama got a fatty. No, Emma Watson has a fatty, kind of. Oh, it's not Ashley Graham. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna not believe that, man. I'm a, I'm gonna say that's that Negro curve we be giving white girls. It's, it's, Is it? I'm just gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna buy it because too often I end up disappointed because I'm like, that's come on, man. Like that's not even I like. Mean, it's not like I mean for a skinny white girl, it wasn't. I was like, I was like. Ah. I know it's. I mean, I don't know. It's a subconscious curve. I'm not even saying it's black dudes. Everybody gives it to white women. It's a subconscious curve, man. Just everybody's okay. always like, "Oh, she got a little." I mean, like once you start making that sound, you can work. I mean, I see it. I mean, once you start making that sound, you know it's not. I mean, it was a little extra flower in there. That's where a little bump come from. Yeah, you know, type of thing. I can't get can't get too excited about that, man. Yeah, when people start responding like that, you go, oh, no, no. Like, because I wouldn't say that about, like, uh, Sarah J, the porn star. Like, I ain't mm-hmm. never been like, she got a, you know, nah. I'm like, she got an ass. No, That's Sarah crazy. J, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's no Kendra. She's not Kendra Lust. Right, but, yeah, mean, you, you know, know, I see. But, yeah, so, anyway, the Screen Queens actress, 26, posed with her own off again boyfriend, Evan Peters, at City Year Los Angeles Spring Break event. The nonprofit organization threw an event in Culver City um roberts dressed down in a pair of dark blue jeans and a patchwork denim jacket her brown locks were styled naturally as she showed up uh, showed off her porcelain skin Uh, (laughs) i didn't even make that up that's in there (laughs) she alabaster angel (laughs) the language was she oh my god her egg white skin glistened in the lights uh she accessorized with a cute green handbag and a pair of gold heels uh the wild child actress added some wav lipstick and dark smoky eye makeup to complete her evening look peters also looked laid back in a pair of dark trousers a khaki shirt and black jacket he added a pair of suave brown shoes as he showed off his longer locks oh my nigga milo was there shout out to jack black fathers um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the couple uh look cute as they pose together on the carpet arm in arm city year is a national education based non-profit that helps keep high need students in school and on track to graduate also at the event was this is us actor milo vitamiglia all right vitamiglia uh orlando bloom and amy schumer all right i know black people don't like her no more but she was there i'm just saying 
uh, I, I opened for her once and like maybe like four or five years ago she was nice to me but you know yeah and once the bloom is off the rose of these white folks man it's a wrap can't get that bad yeah they don't <laughs> somebody <laughs> my god this chat room is so horrible and my thing i, I, don't, I don't have a problem with him until you know oh, no. die crossing the line and fuck with me i ain't never seen oh, i have never seen a white person make it back like i was just thinking about it in my life like in my lifetime i've never like once people are like i don't fuck with this white woman i have never seen one make it back dog that's a wrap but you know you, but you know why you know why why none of them none of them are trying to go on to the BET awards right. and dance for our forgiveness they're not True. doing that they don't need us so they never coming you back know? like they was like even them no. being cool for a little bit was just happenstance you know it's you know the worst part yeah. it's not even like eventually it does become stuff that they say and do mm-hmm. like it but it but yeah. it never starts that way Mm-mm. you know what always starts it when them fucking white women at Jezebel be liking these white women too much. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. This I, always I, what stars it is. I have a list of white women, I'm not gonna lie, and the biggest was I don't fuck with them because I'm tired of them and they begrade coming and telling me that she's the best thing ever and you niggas need to understand and why you complaining and and she's doing this uh, for you too and you're like well fuck you bitch y'all only care about white women because if niggas do the same thing you will have opposite you will have think pieces going in opposite directions telling them how they ain't shit and how they make you feel a certain way so for me Yo, that makes sense so for that me that, so that's why i'm like no and i'm trying lisa dunham uh i'm not lena dunham. Le- le- lisa dunham <laughs> lena dunham, dunham. <laughs> she she number one on the list like 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 she re- she really irks me out of everybody else that's that's one white woman that just she she just lights my fire because i i'm just sick and tired of her well I, my thing is that um they start hyping them as like symbols for shit right before they really before they really done anything or said anything especially on race so they'll be like this woman is the feminist comedian we all need and and it's that kind of declaration that immediately makes people raise their eyebrows especially black women that be like nah hold up is she is she you know what i mean and then there's always that moment and you can almost mark it with everyone where eventually some white person that doesn't really fuck with black people in black culture gives this white person credit for some shit that black people did it's it is every time it's uh the skit that you'll never see like this before i'm like didn't they do this on living color or <laughs> you know, or they you know be, they be they do be slicing them women though y'all. yeah they, my, they molly cyrus them. makes twerking mainstream and you're like that what the fuck are you talking she didn't do that and that's that's where it starts and black women pick it right up right there and they don't fuck with them from that point on right and or one of them or one of them like braid their hair and wear timberlands who's the chick that had <sighs> some tims on and they thought Nigga. it was the newest shit wasn't it like the kardashians or something it was mm-hmm. it was Nobody. like the new trend mm-hmm. coming to mainstream <laughs> like what are y'all talking about right because and, and i think for a lot of black women is i will continue to say this not all but a lot of white women they want to be us without the racism you want you want yeah. to literally be us but you don't want to deal with the racism you want everything about us you 
you you tan you you do botox injections you do a lot of stuff you brown your skin you want everything about us but you don't want to be called a nigga you don't want to be stopped and frisk you 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 don't want to support the black community you don't want to do none of that shit but you want the other shit you quote unquote want to be considered exotic and all that other bullshit that you think goes along with being black but actually does not um and that's the frustration that comes in and it's one of those things where when it when, when it comes to like i said when it comes to a lot of shit that affects black women like i said before people act like when black women get mad it's very easily dismissed and that's also a problem too because like you say a lot of this shit that they do black women go well if we were to do this all fucking hell would break loose you know, mm-hmm. what about all them thank pieces about when Beyonce was pregnant? What about the thank pieces are getting ready to come out when, yep. with Serena Williams? All these white women fucking tears talking, uh, uh, policing her body, policing her motherhood, talking about how she's bad, how she makes me feel. There was no praise in any of this. Hundreds and thousands of pieces off this black woman, but white women do it. You don't get the same response, and you cannot erase that from history. People act like when black women get mad, we just fucking mad for no goddamn reason. There's no context to why we get mad. Like there's nothing behind it. We're just mad for the sake of being goddamn mad, and that's true. And it's one of these things where, at the end of the day, when it comes to white women, at the end of the day, you can walk back into whiteness. You can wash the shit off and go back to whiteness. So niggas is like, no, bitch. Any day you can leave. So you make me mad. I can easy for me to write you off. Well, I I think um that double standard is real. I remember when Beyonce said the greatest achievement she had was being a mother, and I remember reading this article about this white woman being like she can't feel that way. Right. And I was like, what the like when did we decide that this feminism means this black woman can't be proud of motherhood? Something that black women are routinely chastised about is their own is their version of motherhood and how it's never good enough and all this shit uh beyonce being pregnant white women was like you making me feel bad about my own pregnancy meanwhile what two weeks later we were covering natalie portman who did a whole ass music video pregnant and people were like oh what a great what a great it was no like she thinks she's a queen where's her stretch marks none of that shit happened so that's a big part of it the thing with these like amy schumer lena dunham stuff people they show up on the screen on the uh on the scene and they're normally quote unquote woke uh you know in the white vernacular like they're woke on some like feminism and men are uh making more money and women need to tell our own stories and that stuff what happens is unfortunately they always kind of get to this point where they're like i it's okay for me to be in the position of white men but not anybody else so it is like a i understand that these women about these jokes about women are hack and the way they write these roles are terrible and i hate that that men and if we had less men in charge this wouldn't happen cool let's give tina fey a show tina fey does a show she does some stuff where people get upset about native american portrayal or black people portrayal and then all of a sudden she's like you motherfuckers just always complaining and it's like that shit fucks with people and it makes them feel like you know that it makes especially black women be like just i knew it i don't fuck with you and mm-hmm. like i said i ain't never seen nobody make it back like no i don't even think it's possible because um i mean i don't even know if it's possible because i've never seen nobody try like right. they just always come out and be like these haters and shit like that rather than like okay this is a valid criticism you know the way i criticized like judd apatow when i came on the scene and judd apatow help you know looked at me helped me get on helped me like gave me a voice 
they don't return that favor to anybody else it's like once i get in the doors closed we got enough diversity we got white women right and it's also one of these things where it's a huge history of it which a lot of people try to dismiss black women are getting tired of people putting white women on a pedestal and the moment it's a critique y'all take that white women and beat us upside the head with it that completely turns white black women off when we be like hey there's something wrong with this white woman or hey we got some critiques and it's y'all niggas the problem like nah don't use her to bash us or to make us feel less than yeah so i think that's where it comes from mm-hmm. and plus there's always brothers that want to defend these white women so correct can't ever can't ever lose sight of that that shit just always make it worse i seen people defending yeah. yes jews man i was like it's really nothing a white woman can do that make a brother be that make all the brothers be like you know what i don't even fuck with her dog it's always gonna be somebody like but but think about it this way brother right always <laughs> right and the, and, and the sad part about it when sisters are like hey dog that 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 same passion that same drive and fire why don't we get that and then right. we become the problem from pointing out that that we don't we, we don't get reciprocated the same way we do it to y'all. Yeah, somebody said this Hillary County is making it back as a white woman. Not really. Mm-hmm. No, because I mean she did say she liked hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, see, well, think about it this way: she liked that hot sauce. She liked that hot sauce. Well, yeah. And Beyonce like hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when it came to Hillary Clinton, I'm gonna tell you right now a lot of niggas sideways a lot of black women sideways looked at that thing was like well i'll vote for you because you're the best mm-hmm. i don't really fuck with you i don't really like you yeah it was about the choices it's different right. it's not like a celebrity you, literally making it back mm-hmm. you know but you guys said and i think was pretty profound i don't even know how long i guess it was probably like around the election time or after mm-hmm. black people not always had to vote for the lesser of two evils always and we really wouldn't give us no benefit so we don't always had to do that shit so it ain't really nothing new and uh yeah, yeah. i mean that, that's definitely my new shit is when we gonna meet a politician that kisses our ass the way they kiss these white people our ass that's my mm-hmm. new shit right now because like i'm sick of it man I'm sick of getting told that we don't know what the fuck is wrong with our lives and we need to, something wrong with us as black people and so and it's up to us to vote for this politician to fix it i'm sick of that man like we need to have a politician and it'll be the first time in my lifetime because even the people i fuck with do the same thing we need a politician that's like y'all black people didn't do nothing wrong right like y'all hard working y'all got an unfair deal y'all not middle america too yeah y'all working class y'all y'all not lazy you're not stupid you're not uh bad parents you're not uh fucking criminals i just want somebody to blow smoke up my ass the way they do for racist white people that voted for trump man because like ever since that election man feel like all the people on the left for the most part have been um kissing white people's ass that voted for trump that they know are racist and bigoted no matter how many studies come out they'll keep being like well they're just hard-working americans who didn't get a fair shake but they never say that shit about us man i fucking stand for the obamas stand for barack but that nigga was giving that speech on some like hey you niggas need to start being good parents i'm like bruh these are the niggas at the graduation right it, it definitely ain't them like 
this this right. ain't the crew <laughs> like whoever the people you are saying are bad for black people that are black they not here so this speech is not to them it's just ruining their graduation to hear this you know mm-hmm. um so like every it'll be the first politician in my lifetime if we ever get a politician that just says black people are hard working they deserve better they deserve more the system is unfair and it's rigged against y'all and it's not your fault there's nothing you need to do there's not a thing that y'all aren't doing that y'all have to do because we don't say that shit to other people we come up with programs we tell them how smart they are we like you can be untalented lazy unfucking skilled uneducated and a bigot and you'll still have bernie sanders being like we need your vote we need to bring you into the democratic party with your bigotry and get your vote and that's the dude i'm supposed to believe can save america with his socialism and get rid of racism that's the dude y'all are pitching to me as y'all fuss at me and call me stupid for voting democrat and say that black people only vote this way because celebrities tell them to that's the dude i'm supposed to believe in the one that's like we need to side with these bigots when are we gonna have our turn man i just want my turn bro i just want somebody to look me in my motherfucking face and lie to me that's why like as much as people shit on hillary hillary had my vote and i was enthusiastic about it the day she called them niggas deplorable i said you know what listen only a white person can say it but appreciate you because you know obviously if barack would have said it they would try to crucify him but look she said that shit i know she slipped up and said the truth by accident that shit was true like all the had to walk it back she had to walk it back because the third rail in this country isn't racism it's telling people that they are racist it's pointing out that racism has an adverse effect on this country this that slavery is a problem bernie sanders believes in uh, he believes he can change our economy to a socialist economy that he can change our government to a socialist government he believes he can change the entire structure of economics and production in our country but he don't believe in reparations that's crazy that's too divisive don't nobody want to that's divisive don't nobody want to hear that that shit is so fucking infuriating as a black person it's infuriating we definitely like they call us they call the programs that they associate with blackness entitlement programs what's more entitled than white people white people that work in the coal industry would still expect to get a fucking check even though they won't go to school for nothing else or learn another skill that's entitlement but we don't have a problem with that entitlement we empower their entitlement we tell them that the world is stupid and fake and it's not their fault and we're gonna get these niggas off of your tax dollars and you're gonna be fine even though you ain't got no job and i'm gonna bring back coal because fuck climate change and all this shit we literally say all those lies to white people to make them feel better and they go vote for it but when it comes to black people all they got for us is a motherfucking lecture man that shit is super frustrating and that's the shit that i want to end man i don't want to hear no more black people need to do some shit we don't need to do anything but stay black and die america has been letting us down on the promise that it gave to everybody else for our entire fucking uh history in this country we have been let down by the american dream and i'm not i'm not here to hear us be uh called anything other than fucking patriots dog fuck that yeah all right sorry about that tangent (laughs) no you're 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 absolutely right i think like the most powerful movies this year uh i'm not your negro and get out even though like some black women have shout out to ray sonny that that brought up uh the fact that you know how black women are used and the you know but overall to me i think those movies were one really for black people right but more for white people because we could look at that shit and be like oh this is a good movie it's funny it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting it's great but 
yo, them movies was for white people, dog. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's how I looked at. I it. feel like I that genre for black people is more like you're not crazy, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's what yeah. we get from it. We don't like our satisfaction from those movies. Like, honestly, dude, I walked out of Get Out and I looked at the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and I was like, what are these? What do they think this movie's about? Right. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you can be white in America, even these liberal white people, and still feel like that movie is a hundred and it's not about you at all. Like, you Some know what I mean? Like, there must be a disconnect yeah. where they're just like, yeah. no, this has nothing to do with race for real. Right. Or how racism actually is. It's just a cool, creepy, scary movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that must be the only way to absorb it because I feel like if you watch Get Out, even, you know, it's about the actual, like, Obama was a good one type black whiteness and all those yeah. microaggressions at the parties and stuff. All black people have had that happen to them. You know, some of the people giving this yeah. shit a hundred have have done those things. They've asked uh black people do they play golf and then said that Tiger Woods is so great and I don't know if it went <laughs> over their head or what, man, that those things are microaggressions and Because and, and they don't consider them microaggressions. I know, but it's just weird. Then why did they think the movie was good? Is my point. Because to it me, was a separation. Because like you say, to them, they just went and saw a movie. They didn't see a movie about race. But what's good about that conversation if you don't think of the microaggressions? You see what I'm saying? Because like, it's me- not even a good conversation if you don't think this right. is wildly weird and inappropriate that a white person would bring up the one black golfer talking to the one black dude at the party because white is the default so to them a lot of this shit is quote-unquote normal so to them it's like well this is normal to me then why is it good is what i'm saying because there's there's only one there's only one thing good about that conversation you know what i'm saying there's only one big ass elephant in the room for that entire scene which is look at how white people talk to black people and there is something sinister behind it how do you go give that shit a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes while also not grasping the very real fucking mental harm that does the black people? It's just very weird. Because in my mind, I think a lot of people, when it comes to race and racism, a lot of them really truly believe the colorblind shit. They really truly believe mm-hmm. racism doesn't matter. Like, like, like they have bought into it, including the quote unquote woke ones, including the ones that are enlightened. A lot of them have to de-teach themselves and detach themselves from whiteness in order for you to look at whiteness in a way that makes you say, hey, this is something fucked up. But when you're in the middle of it, it's hard for you to understand that this shit is offensive to other people. It's hard for you to understand that other people actually view this as harmful when you are in the middle of it. I know, but then why is it a good movie to you? It's going to always come back. Because if it's, if it's, I can't see it. If you can't see it, then the movie's not good. Because you can't see it. You know, If you can't, the, movie, the like, thing that makes the movie good. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. I was gonna say they could say like you know oh he ain't talking about me like I'm not right, I'm not right, that but right. it was some hit dogs hollering though it was some hit dogs hollering true it took a long time is what I'm saying I just remember walking out that movie being like so this shit about to give damn twenty five on Rotten Tomatoes because it's definitely a make a mad white movie you know what I'm saying like in oh, my yeah. mind and then but when I got home I was like oh everybody apparently likes this movie and these are critics that mostly are white like they. They think they get it on some level. And and I think to me, because put like this, the movie it might sound weird, but to an extent the movie also catered towards them. Because if if this movie did not cater towards them, 
it would have tanked and they would have complained and they would have hollered because they was like, y'all make white people look bad. Y'all, because see, they can see it that way. They can see when it's blatant and it's blunt and it's, you know, hey, we want y'all to know y'all did some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. But with it being so subtle and, and a, lot, a lot of them in their everyday behavior, it's not a separation there. And so a lot of it, they was like, oh, well, I'll give it a hundred because it quote unquote didn't offend me. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the way I view it. I just feel like every pieces come out. I feel like like every white person in this movie was evil except for that one cop. Everybody was bad. (laughs) Like it's just, it wasn't no good white people in the movie. I don't know, man. I I mean, I'm proud of the dude with Jordan Mm -hmm. Peele for doing it. I'm glad y'all y'all can stop trying to pretend he's a coon and shit. Um, but uh, what was that? See now, now we now speak on that a little bit. Maybe you've probably talked. I have, but we can go into it again. Mm -hmm, We can. Yeah, I, 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 I do. You know, I'm a big fan of Key and Peele, the Me comedy too. series and shit. I enjoy them. Um, yeah. Like, I watched every season, you know, even when people was hating and treating them. I think a lot of that shit was uh, about the fact that they replaced Chappelle. Right. And mm. there was an affection for Chappelle and his humor that um, lingered for a long period of time. And they were the first actual, like, black people they brought in to replace the Chappelle show. Because mm-hmm. up until that point, I want to say the replacements were Carlos Mencia. Mm-hmm uh crow got a show i don't know if it was before or after uh schumer got a show um a bunch of people got shows but they were the first black people talking about race in that spot Mm -hmm. uh uh, other than uh chocolate news i remember (laughs) yeah that that shit got slept down anyway um and so i feel like a lot of people um wanted them to kind of like either pick up where Chappelle left and not have their own voice and their own point of view which they did to be honest they had their own point of view it was they're biracial they um they like they can do and see things from a black perspective and sometimes they see shit from a white perspective and i think people were uh, distrustful of them and uh it bought like they were like like you know you just assume the worst of these guys but i remember being like no the show's funny man if you watch it and progressively every season that show got a little bit more militant and a little mm-hmm. bit more militant and by the end it was like this show are white people watching this because this shit is getting black as fuck now mm-hmm. um you know like yeah. negro town and shit uh-huh. like some one of them sketches favorite, that's one of my favorite ones but also you need to have the ability to laugh at yourself and to trust people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think because i didn't distrust those dudes uh and i didn't know much about them outside of the show uh i just never was bothered by it. like i don't know their politics i don't know uh if they say fucked up shit in interviews i have no idea i've never really followed them that way i just followed the show and they had <laughs> they had a show where it was like two black dudes having a business meeting at like a you know a soul food restaurant mm-hmm. and they just progressively started ordering blacker and blacker shit yes and by the end <laughs> by the end it was like all right now, okay no you know what cancel my order for for the for the pig feet give me some donkey teeth and like it was and i was i laughed till tears came out my eyes and every every episode they always had like one or two skits that made me laugh to the point of like damn they're crying um and so i guess i just never caught and i did and it was that thing i just didn't talk about it with people much right so i never really caught the hate until uh i think they hosted the mtv awards and I just seen it on Twitter, like people was calling them out their name, calling them coons and shit. And I was like, I like, I guess 
black people must have hated them and i just didn't fucking know so i didn't have a problem with them yeah I still don't and Chappelle adding to it by saying that shit like that didn't help because it brings it back up but i'll tell you this much jordan peele is bulletproof now i can't wait yeah. to the next movie now i have to get out I, I don't feel ashamed to be like yeah i'll fuck with Ken peele it was a good it was, you know it was good it was a good show and i liked it y'all should check out some skits now i don't i don't have to feel bad about that shit because motherfuckers are like yeah it is you know jordan peele woke you know so anyway uh let's get into the last thing man let's talk about uh some guests to race okay we've done enough white people news it's time to move on now that it's time for some guest a race that's right it's guest a race time now that it's time for some guest a race that's right it's guest a race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestant today chris lambert from the mundane festival podcast to guess the race and the chat room and karen play along and they're racist <clears throat> uh let's get to the first one which is like cranes in the sky oh no 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 an oregon man is accused of sexually assaulting a chicken Mm-mm-mm. what D- don't you mean a cock <laughs> he put his cock in a cock oh. Karen. they need to I that help guy myself. needs to be hung <laughs> how that dare that's like that's like the reverse michael vick for black people <laughs> you attack our sacred animal <laughs> kill this man <laughs> an oregon man is accused of sexual assault of a chicken joshua brian waltman 27 was arrested and booked in jackson county jail this week on charges of sexually assaulting of an of animal public indecency menacing and disorderly conduct uh documents allege Waltman unlawfully and for the purpose of arousing and gratifying the sexual desire of a person touched or contacted the sexual organs of a chicken Waltman was also booked on a probation violation for meth possession his bail is set at $20,500. Karen, guess the race. Oh, white. Okay. Chris, what do you think? White. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. It's a real chicken or egg situation. Yeah. Uh, used mayo as lube white. Damn. Aww. Poor chickens was probably crooning like that white girl in that cover rod tortured us with white. Aww. Uh... <laughs> uh cuck a luckin' for cock white i guess uh meth dead giveaway white white got to the chicken at least it's see wait got to the chicken at its least season level <laughs> oh, oh, <God. laughs> oh my a black person better not disrespect the chicken like that white uh if a chicken isn't getting assaulted by a black person mouth they white oh lord that's a good point the, the correct answer is white he was white guys see if i can put this picture on screen uh how do i get to it there we go uh let me know when it shows up but uh yeah when you see this guy you're gonna see he's probably sleeping with one eye open oh yeah Mm. oh my god Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. gotta learn stay focused Mm. Mm. like you're looking at more than one cock Mm -hmm. um all right let's go to the next one 
guys all got that right congratulations ah! you racist sons of bitches uh let's see how about this uh a new orleans woman takes engagement photos with boxes of popeye's chicken (laughs) 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 oh shit a lot of chicken news and guess the race today so a new orleans woman (laughs) photos are getting attention for all the right reasons for most people in the Crescent City of Louis and Louisiana, Popeyes is synonymous with New Orleans like Carnival in February. Elise, ah! Chel- Elise Chelsea Clark took her love of Popeyes to a whole nother level. She recently posted several hilarious photos of what she calls her engagement to Popeyes. Clark said the idea came to her one day and she teamed up with New Orleans photographer Whitney Tucker for the photo shoot at City Park i said yes at popeye's chicken and i are engaged clark tweeted the photos were posted on her twitter and facebook pages several of them feature her holding a box of popeye's and others with chicken strips or biscuits in the hands uh check out her facebook or twitter to see the rest of the photos all right um guess the race of elise chelsea clark i'm going black karen's going black what about yeah, I know you that sparkling season in that uh cajun sparkle yeah cajun sparkle that they talk about i haven't tried that yet i guess i gotta try that one day i tried it it's crack they were right oh. uh <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they, they was right i was about to say rob i was with rob was gonna like go and diss say something against cajun sparkle no 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 they were right Okay. Right. <laughs> i need to get on it. yeah I, I ain't got nothing, nothing contrary to add i put that shit on that chicken i was like mm, i'm gonna snort this <laughs> uh chris what what are you what is your guess for what was her name um, i would say we are not a monolith but you're letting us down anyway black <laughs> oh lord check the chat room see what they believe uh the answer is louisiana fast black <laughs> that chicken was mild white oh. black newports oh. and shoot dice behind your kids school black oh <laughs> blackened <laughs> knows how to appreciate a good and it will never cross the road black hot sauce and wedding bands black extra crispy spicy black chicken levels off the charts black white a black woman doesn't have to announce this (laughs) oh shit (laughs) this is suspect but i'm gonna go white because she seems overcome by the idea of seasoned chicken annie the dixie queen black as fuck blacker than annie's fake accent in those popeyes commercials oh yeah i know i feel like i do feel like that woman i want to see an interview with her off the out of the costume about that british yeah i feel like she's like oh i had a spot of tea before the uh popeyes filming <laughs> i was in a popeyes advertisement um yeah uh the correct answer is and most of you guys did go black and most of you guys are wrong. She's white. Wow. Joe is right. Joe is right. <laughs> For the few of you who got it right, I have to give you the golf clap. Good job. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. You gotta say the Chelsea. That could go either way. Her yeah, it was Elise Chelsea Clark, which I mean, I would have get went black if I was y'all. Mm-hmm me too that's why i went black but and um, elise is spelled e-l-y-s-e oh i mean that's pretty black oh. ain't that the truth yeah but you know it's, it's new orleans maybe she one of them white passing black people it is new orleans you know 
Yeah. Let's yeah. just go with that. She's got a black boyfriend. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, that's, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Look at that chicken. There's no way. I feel I mean, like that's, a black dude showed would, up at the photo shoot. I would cape up. For, I would cape up for her. Yeah, now see, this is different, right? Like, if she was out here saying, can I wear a nigga t shirt? I'd be like, eh, I mean, you, maybe. Yeah, go ahead, girl. You, no, know, you do love like, Popeyes. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you do. You do look like you might have hot sauce in your bag for real. You I definitely know. would grade her booty on the curve. Is all I'm saying. Ah! I'm like, well, in some yoga <laughs> pants, in some, yeah, in some yoga pants, maybe. Kinda. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to <laughs> let's go to the bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round of guess the race. So far, the guys, Karen and, and, and Chris, are one and one. And most of the chat room is one and one as well. But let's see if they can come out of it in the bonus round. All right. Getting a little funky there in the music. Um, Two engaged Boston doctors have their throat slit in their own apartment oh mm-hmm. a 1.9 million dollar penthouse had their throat split by an ex-convict 30 years old who wrote a message of retribution on the wall before being shot by the cops uh police were met by gunshots from the doctor's killer when they arrived at the 1.9 million dollar penthouse apartment in south boston where dr richard field and dr lena bolanos lived now we're not guessing their races okay, okay. I'm guessing the criminals races all right bam pumpin texiera 30 did not hit police officers before they shot him multiple times and wounded him he was taken to tufts medical center for treatment with non-life-threatening injuries boston police were called to the apartment on friday night after hearing reports of a man with a gun they responded around 8 45 p.m when officers finally entered the apartment they saw the bodies of field 49 and bolanos 38 whose throats had been slit their hands were bound blood and messages of retribution were on the walls and photos of the two doctors in the apartment had been cut up according to the boston globe the motive for the killing Mm-hmm. The motives for the killings are unknown, but police say the crime does not appear to be random. Officials uh, have said that the two doctors and their killer knew each other. For someone to come up to come here, go to the eleventh floor to the penthouse, we gotta believe that somehow there was some type of knowledge of each other. Boston Police Commissioner William B. Evans said the apartment building had a special security system in order to get inside and to use the elevator. A special key was needed. Um uh the couple were described as good kind gentle people according to boston globe michael gibbs bolanos godfather said hopefully this guy will get they will they have caught will be able to say who he is and why this was done there that's all we're hoping is to get some kind of information why did this happen uh phil worked at north shore pain management management and had previously been an anesthesiologist and pain management specialist at beverly hospital at brigham and women's hospital um a statement from nspm clinic said dr phil was a god envisioned in north shore pain management was an instrumental in the creation of this practice um and then bolanos was a pediatric anesthesiologist at massachusetts eye and ear infirmary uh so damn he killed two doctors um tex uh they also said texiera will be arraigned on monday he had previously been convicted of two counts of larceny for passing notes demanding money from the same bank in 2014 and 2016 uh he pleaded guilty to both counts last year no weapons were used in either incident he had been released from a correctional facility after his nine-month sentence in april 
uh Texiera's girlfriend said that he was a former security guard and that he never acted violently police said the multiple charges are expected to be brought against him and likely charges for two counts of murder uh guess the race of uh how do i pronounce his first name uh bam Pumin, wait bam Pumin, Texiera. You know what? I'm gonna go off the board. I'm gonna say Indian, like Indian, Indian. with the dot. Okay, all right, all right. Damn, Middle Eastern Indian. Mm-hmm. All right, what about you, Chris? Black. Chris is going with black. All right, let's check the chat room. Let's see what they believe. Um, uh, scroll down. Where am I at? Da-da-da. Uh, okay. Ungentrified the neighborhood as soon as he got there. Mexican knife killing Hispanic uses border jumping steals to evade the security system oh. knife wielding latin man told them the cinco de my cinco the mind business they business cinco de mind they business hispanic latino oh. they let that nigga live wow black uh coat 45 want to build a wall around in mexican mcgyver white the crime is white but the cops killed him so they didn't kill him they just injured him so latino um has difficult names so it's hard to be found by police black screams nigger at opposing players from the grandstand of fenway park indian and big poppy the correct answer is looking at this picture guys i gotta give it to chris he's black which means karen was wrong and so were many of you you guessed other than black I mean, he might be some type of brown. He might be from like Haiti or Cuba or some shit. I don't know what the rules are, but he definitely look like a black dude. Yeah, he's very black. I mean, it's it's hard to argue against that. I'm sorry, guys. I was just reading it. Listen, listen to you pronounce the name. I was like, well, I know. I I would have did the same. It was a tricky day today, Karen. Okay. You know, I feel bad for you. I do. We do one more. Yay! I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about putting this white girl as one of my Facebook or Twitter wallpapers. Which Popeyes. one? The Popeyes? Yeah. And you gonna put white girls evolving under it so you can go ahead and get ran off of Twitter? <laughs> I'm gonna miss you, man. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> right. Look, I hate that nigga. Right. <laughs> I'll be like, well, he was blowing up, so I mean, it's about time for him to turn on us. You gotta wait till you get too famous to, to give a and fuck I'll, about I'll, black people. And I'll make a Kendrick one. What's the record where Kendrick was like crying on to pimp a butterfly? Oh, uh, you? Would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get too, you gotta get too famous. You gotta get white people famous and then give up on black people and start saying racist shit. Uh, yeah. they need to stop getting on the internet and just work hard and shit like that. Um, that's just true. I'm like, I'm like, we used to love Chris while he was black. I don't know, something happened, and we just, he just, we just lost him forever. I'm getting used to and it then, now. And, and then I come back and like put on a dashiki like OJ did, yeah. trying the hat. I had to get a, <laughs> accused of some crime and shit. Yeah, they caught yeah. they caught Chris stealing sandwiches off the set of Thirty Rock. Oh, <laughs> Chris, Chris show back up like brothers and sisters. We shall not let this injustice stand. <laughs> An injustice anywhere back. is an injustice everywhere. <laughs> and I could dance at the BET Awards. And then yep. I could dance at you. the BET Awards and all will be forgiven. Man, you know who doesn't get enough credit for his switch was when uh, Mike came back 
when they tried to get him for his publishing and mike was like these motherfucking racist white people and i was like what that's when we found out about that revitiligo man you know that's when we found out it was like no this is a disease i ain't do this to me i'm still black and they try to get my money i didn't do this to me <laughs> right the nation of islam was with him and everything remember that the fruit of oh, islam was there <laughs> by the way he got his money too i know that mm-hmm. much you show up with that fruit you're gonna get your money boy <laughs> oh, shit. all right last one guys a man was arrested for breaking into his neighbor's house to make a pimento cheese sandwich joel puglio 55 of rock hill south carolina right up the street has been charged with burglary and petty larceny uh authorities said he entered the locked house saturday the stolen goods include a drink of clear moonshine a clover valley kosher whole dill pickle a scoop of nukes pimento cheese and two slices of bread the homeowner had installed the cameras after noticing things had gone missing inside his house he alerted authorities on saturday that the surveillance cameras in his house revealed puglia helping himself to food in his refrigerator he started making a sandwich took a pickle from an unopened jar the homeowner told police a responding deputy found the fork a fork in the sink which the homeowner said he did not use puglia who was renting another property from the homeowner told deputies he broke in the house because he was hungry and did not have anything to eat at his house Puglia, had, who said he pushed the locked door open, also admitted entering the home of on Dunlop Roddy, Roddy Road on other occasions. Mm. Guess the race of Mr. Joel Puglia. Joel Puglia? Mm-hmm. White. Karen's going white. What about you, Chris? He went in to make a cheese sandwich. He's white. There you go. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um, yeah. Let me scroll to the bottom. Um, just no respect for property, nothing. Just you renting what are you doing bro uh let's see here where's that okay the only cheese black folks fuck with is government they are some white sh- these are some white oh, shenanigans God. the broke ass deer hunter white what about the cheese in carolina white on white crime ah! only white people view cheese as community property white white uh cocky who <laughs> who craved the cheese sandwich pimento your white ass out my house moonshine and cheese that is there's a redneck the white version of bruh man white that's a throwback parents oh. cut him off for dating a black white boy got her done white <laughs> cannot believe none of you guys made a steve urkel joke uh but the correct answer is white everybody got it Damn, that's right Wait, what'd you say, Chris? I just say, the got any cheese? <laughs> I forgot about that. He was the only, he, I like, I mean, I'm just not that adventurous with my cheese. I like a good cheddar, like a sharp cheddar. Mm. And I'm not that adventurous, you know, like, you know, There's obviously, you, want pizza, you got your Parmesan, but. Right. What is it? You know, your. I just can't. Like mozzarella, mozzarella, mozzarella. That's good too. I just can't. Oh yeah. damn! Hold on, I'm gonna have to reload my screen. Hold on, it's tripping right now. Uh, I know I'm still on the screen, but if y'all want to see this, I gotta refresh. Um, give me one second here. Yeah, it is some excellent cheese out there, man. Well, the thing is, I mean, no black person is breaking in just to steal cheese. Mm-hmm. No, nah, you gotta put some meat on that. Yeah, we gonna get more than that, dog. Just a cheese sandwich. Yeah, and risk I, everything for that. Right, right. Mm-mm. All right, turn my camera back on. 
There we go. Now I can't hear. Oh, so I guess we're. Right, I'm coming right back. Should be up in a second. All right, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. All right, but yeah, yeah, we're not risking it off on a motherfucking cheese. Sandwich. No, and I we got some kind of cheese. The cheese has some jalapenos in it. That cheese was flames. It was good. What do you What do you eat with it? Like a sandwich? Like you put on sandwich. a sandwich? Yeah, it was just sandwich cheese. A grilled cheese sandwich, ham egg. It was like sandwich. I think it was jalapeno jack yeah. cheese or something. Yeah, Mon- Monterey was, Jack jalapeno. And it had jalapeno pieces like actually in the cheese. Some of the best cheese I've ever had. Damn, this dude. Damn, would y'all go to like? Do hey, can I ask y'all? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Do y'all have? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes. Do y'all have Wegmans down there? No, no. we don't. We've we've heard of it, but I don't. I don't think they go past Virginia. Yeah, we 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 went. We saw. We went to one when we was driving up to my brother's wedding. I feel like because I my, the first time I went was like two weeks a week ago last weekend. And it's in PG County, so if there's any black, if there's any black people that's in that area, that's on a chat room, is that like the black Whole Foods? Mm. I'm wondering if it's. I just, I'm just putting it out there because, like, they, it's a cool, it's a cool grocery store, but they had like fried chicken, like their hot food section, and I feel like anytime you see a middle aged black guy in church clothes getting that chicken and macaroni, you feel, I feel like you know it's going to be dope and right. i feel like it was a lot of black people that was there like sitting down and eating and the only time i see black people you know black people sit us sitting down and eating you know is at a at a grocery store like they was mm. going in and like that that same equivalent is like white people at whole foods like they go in like they go there for that hot food Mm. You know the hot foods. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just. I don't know the rules because I don't go in with Whole Foods really. I, I've never. I only been in there like once, and I've been in Trader I, Joe's a handful of times. Because so. you guys have Publix though, so that's probably why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now they stand in line for Publix, and I've. I don't think we've ever had Publix chicken. This subs are good though. I've had. Yeah, uh, yeah I've definitely had the, the sandwiches and not the chicken. And you can't sit down in public, so no, oh, not, not the okay. way that one's yeah. designed. Yeah, you just gotta take your shit and go. Uh, all right, man. Last thing we gotta talk about uh sword ratchetness, guys. Can't do an episode without spreading the the word about these motherfuckers with these swords. man is charged with stabbing and killing his ex-girlfriend with a sword all right Mm. i'll take this on twitter later and argue that men are not trash i will start with Ah! start with my (laughs) start with that point and work my way down uh oh it's gonna go down go go go, yeah yeah. it's gonna tumble down the hill uh the citrus county sheriff's office was has arrested a 41 year old man for stabbing his ex-girlfriend with a sword and then running her over with a truck damn he took Woo. it to the next level with that truck man according to a news release deputies found 42 year old brandy blevins dead in the front yard uh of her home sunday night detectives discovered huffman had stabbed blevins with a large sword according to one witness after huffman stabbed blevins he ran to his truck and proceeded to run over the victim before crashing into a tree he then ran from the home was later found and taken into custody by the deputies was he drunk 
i don't know it's probably just you know women being emotional you know how it is oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's excuse for everything we just emotional you know y'all so unreasonable and, and irrational all, illogical you know man. we use logic okay like women y'all use emotions we use logic like we don't just stab you we run you over with a car because that's logical right you know okay okay i understand uh, he charged with, he's charging premeditated murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. He's in jail without bails. Unclear if he retained an attorney. Uh, and he is a white dude with a neck tattoo, in case you guys are wondering. Um, alright guys, let's, uh, get up out of here. Chris, man, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Check out chrislamberth.com. Check him out on Twitter at chrislamberth if you want to get some pretty little liars or Nashville uh tweets in your life um he's the man okay him and mike felder um uh, and also make sure you guys listen to his podcast the mundane festival if you're a fan of comedy uh mm-hmm. inside comedy like uh he does a lot of talk to comedians uh you know the the fonte interviews are, are, are tremendous uh also uh he talks about movies on there and entertainment and tv shows and pop culture stuff and uh you know when 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 you guys are being too woke on social media and stuff uh making them feel uncomfortable he's on there talking about it and all that stuff as well. <laughs> so i just think it's annoying man it's just like because i i feel like i've been tagged with that since i was in high school mm-hmm. and it's like some people it's like their wokeness is like they're just like a deer trying to walk like a baby deer trying to walk and they're all over the place and it's just well, i feel like I'm, uh in our lifetime we've watched people become brands correct. of their own yeah. right so sometimes yeah. it feels like people certain people are just always on mm-hmm. and uh some people found their lane that way man like that's what i started to yeah. realize was just that there's certain people that i can't really fuck with but i actually don't have a problem with them like right it's probably good that they exist it's probably good that they wake up every morning and bang on society and like educate people and shit it's probably good but yeah. but in in general it's not for me i one i already know most of that shit so now it's just them preaching to the choir and then two i you know uh, I some things I got sometimes I just want to have some fun and shit. I can't always be, you know, trying to be educated on some shit. So I think that's yeah. a big problem. That's true. Uh Chris, do you have any upcoming shows? Yes, I do, Karen. Thanks for asking. Uh I am gonna be at the Judson Memorial Church on Wednesday, the what is that, the tenth? Mm. I'm doing this doing this show called uh Dead Darlings. It's where you have like comedians, artists, writers, they perform stuff that got rejected so i'm doing a portion of my half hour that i submitted to comedy central it's actually a story that i have about spike lee where he was an asshole to me at the apple store in soho that's probably going to be on one of my on my upcoming album and i'm headlining a show in cape may new jersey at a at uh the willow creek winery on saturday the 13th yeah so i'm around did i I get knocked (laughs) off no no i thought i thought you i thought you were gonna (laughs) i thought you were gonna end it with something you were just like yeah so all right uh i was like what happened to quiz so so come come out to that if you're in the new york area hopefully uh i'll be i'll be in dc doing some shows at the draft house at some point and uh just gonna be trying to work on this album and trying to make it happen man and uh 
Yeah, young, trying to get go see him. Yeah, go go see, see him, man. We saw Chris live, and he's fucking hilarious. Years ago, and, um, and that was that was years ago. Mm-hmm. So I know he's improved. Yeah, like he's being modest and nice in here, he man. Really but is. They yeah. like they writing about the boy on Intero Bang and shit. Come like, on, right? He trying to play like oh, yeah. that ain't that important, y'all. Like, go see him because when he blow up, I'm definitely taking credit for all the success mm-hmm. and stuff. So. You well, know. I just hope that there's credit that you guys can take. Like, I hope yeah. it gets to the point. I was I was uh, on set for this the when I was doing that pilot, and the one one the PA remembered me from uh, the Melissa McCarthy movie that I hope I made the cut in. That don't come out till next year. But anyway, like she was saying, oh, I remember you from something. Uh, and I said, hey, if you if you remember me, and she said, I hope I see you again. I said, if I see you again, that means I'm doing something right. Right. So. Yeah, that's dope, man. We yeah. rooting for yeah. you and uh, we are. spreading the word out here, spreading the gospel in the streets. We we are. Yeah, oh, and uh, speaking of shows, for those of you who uh, skip the feedback show, because we know a lot of y'all do, we just right. making the announcement that if you want to see us live, we're going to be in D.C. It's going to be us, uh, uh, Chris and them from Movie Trailer Reviews, and Brandon and the whole crew from Where's My 40 Acre. Mm-hmm. Acres are going to be in uh, D.C., um, it's across all social media. Roger put the notes. Um, I put the I put the uh, link in the last show notes right. for last. I'll put it in this show notes too. NegroCon 2017, man. I'm telling you now too, guys. Uh, it's almost sold out. Yeah, we have, so, li- we have limited seating. <laughs> it just went on sale Friday, and it's almost sold out. And we haven't made it to Monday, so if you're hearing this, it might already be too late. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you know, you need to go to the link. We're gonna be at RFD Washington. Um, um, in washington dc mm-hmm. um and uh yeah it's gonna be live dog so june yeah. 17th 6 p.m yeah. we're gonna get three different podcasts coming together on the chitlin circuit and doing a live show and then we'll have a uh you know we'll, we'll hang out with some with y'all and i think tickets are 2650 but it comes with a drink, drink ticket drink so you already get one 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 free drink is what we like to call it and yeah, gotta, be, uh, gotta be 21 and up gotta be 21 and up and uh yeah we appreciate you guys so uh thank you come help us uh celebrate uh negrodom at negrocon 2017 all right man we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too